across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee on air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You, you, you know what it's like when you've got kids. If one has something, then the other has to have exactly the same thing. You know that. You've got the, the Christmas presents. You've got to have the same amount of Christmas presents. You've got to... I want that. That's not fair. I wanted to have a go on that. And he had a go and he didn't... So, <clears throat> can you indulge me for a bit? Oh, f- oh, three, four, four. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The other day we spoke to my nearly seven-year-old. He'll be seven in a week. Um, we got to speak to my nearly five-year-old because he's um, he's very tired and quite grumpy. So let's see. Hey, Dad. Hello, Daddy. Hey, guys. Now, which one's which? He's, who's the Flash and who's A? I'm A. And is the Flash there? Yes. Hey, Flash, you're awake. You, the, what? Flash, when the thing is, we're on the radio now, so you have to say stuff. Um, <laughs> other, no, don't laugh. Otherwise, it's just quiet. So, Flash, did you manage to stay awake? Yes. Um, and you were grumpy when I spoke to you 20 minutes ago. Are you still grumpy now? No. Are you sure? Yes. I'm going to sing a song. I want you to finish it, okay? Yes. Take me down to Paradise City. When the grass is green and the girls are ready, I want you please take me home. That's my boy! That's my boy! What the heck are you doing up so late, Flash? Uh, I don't know. Oh, man alive. Hey, remind me, uh, how old are you? Four. Four. When are you five? January. Ja- January. So that's soon. What? Three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. What would you like for your birthday? Everything. What? An aeroplane. But right, don't take hints from your big brother because, as we've discussed, he, it's his birthday next week. He's not getting any birthday presents. No. No, you said you you're going to throw all mine away. Not I'm not going to have any birthday. I'm going to throw all your presents away. Yes. That's going to happen. Um, so, did we have a good day today, guys? Yes! What did we get up to? Um, look up. And play Pokemon. Yeah, we did well. The Pokemon kept crashing my, fo- my phone, didn't it? Didn't work. Kim, uh, the, oh, uh, Flash. <coughs> Flash. Uh, would you like to sing any more songs before I get on with the radio show? Yeah. Go on, then. Well, what would you like to sing? I don't know. Um, well, what songs do you know? Do you know any monkey songs? No. Oh, for goodness sakes. You're not my son, then. Um, Take me down in paradise city and the girls are green and the girls are pretty. I want you, please. Take me home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, listen, we're going to go to the pantomime tomorrow. I need to get on and do the radio show, lads. Are we going, wait, 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 are we going to the... Are we going to the twit? 
The trip? No, the Twix is not until April. We're going to see Mr. Tumble in pantomime tomorrow. What? What do you mean, what? What are you saying what for? What, you, what does, what, what's, what's what? Hello, little lady. Sorry? What did you call me? Chicken knickers? Little lady. Right, you're, knickers. you're in big trouble now, guys. You guys are in big, big trouble, okay? I didn't say it, though. Well, who said it? It sounded like you. You're on. The, you're on. Flash, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys, I love you lots. Yes, what? What? Wait, first thing, there's that echo again. Second thing, what are you doing? I'm doing a radio show, dude. (laughs) I'm doing the radio... Is the echo still there? Right, I'm doing the radio show and I've got people queuing up to talk to me. Why? What do you mean, why? Because that's what I do. Yeah, there's an echo. Oh, for goodness (laughs) sakes. Right, goodbye! (laughs) Bye, Wait, Daddy, Daddy! Yes? Right, OK, I'm going to cut you off now. Hello, Daddy! I know you me. Bye-bye, Flash, Hello, bye-bye, Daddy. A's, bye-bye. Zombie Bottom. Zombie Bottom? Go away. I mean, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry you had to indulge that. I appreciate that. 0344 499 1000, Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, let's go to Stephen. Evening, Stephen. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Stephen. How are you? I'm doing great. I'll tell you something. I cannot hear a word that you are saying. That is what the children are. I can't. Can, 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 well, let's call Stephen back because I can't. <laughs> It would be helpful if we can understand the callers. Um, thank you for indulging me there, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee. It's um, well, it's a strange one tonight because it's kind of it, well, it's it is Thursday. It's been a long old day, a very very long day dealing with those two lunatics. Um, and I've not really got much of a vibe for tonight's show. You know, I came off. I mentioned this, and I the reason I'm going on about it. Oh, hang on, we might have Stephen back. Stephen! 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 Hey, darling! Um, um, I, uh, yeah, what do you want? I'm just thinking there. That's a lively bunch of children you've got there. I'm happy as Larry. They are very, very lively, Stephen. Very, very lively. Uh, but they, they, I had to cut that phone call short as they need to get back to work. Oh, God, I wish I could get a job at that age. Well, you know, they, they, they earn less than minimum wage, uh, uh, but, uh, and it's harder to find chimneys and coal mines these days, but boy, oh boy, when, when we do, they, they work very, very hard. Uh, I'm glad you can find chimneys, but, well, what's actually bothering me, is, yes. it's, it's the problems at Buckingham Palace. Buckingham Palace, yes. Yeah, and I, I strongly think that the Queen is no longer here. Well, okay. This is um, the the. There's been a rumor going around over Christmas that yeah. the, the, the Queen has passed away. Yeah. And when was the when was the last time that we saw the Queen in public? Well, I was there about five years ago. Because <laughs> what? The last five right. years. Five years ago? Yeah. Think of 
Now, look how like Kerry's going about. I don't think it's that actually is the Queen. I think it's somebody that's portraying as the Queen. Do you think it's that Jeanette Charles woman that that, that used to pl- play the Queen in the 80s? But you remember, I... Uh, oh, no, she was my... I really think she has passed away. And, and I would say... Five years ago. See, when you look at that person, that's not the real Queen that we knew. And I, I really generally think as time's went on, people have suddenly realised... Well, uh, not, I don't think she's here. You're the only person that says that y- you think she died five years ago. Yeah, I think she's passed away five. I generally believe that. And I think poor Philip is just go- going with the flow. And I think with the infighting in there to see who's going to take over, it's causing a lot of problems. Yeah. And now I've got Brexit and everything else. What? There's a problem there for this country. What? How do you think she died five years ago? Well, no, very, very small feet. Char- but Charles would, 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 would be all right for, for... No, no, no. You're having a laugh there, Ian, because... No, no, no. He was all allowed to marry Camilla on the grounds that he would not be king. Where did you hear that? I thought that, that he could be king, but she couldn't be queen. I think he gave up the way back to the war with Simpson and the rest of that crowd, the abdication. But he's gave up his right to be king. He'll never be king. All right, well, what about William? William would, William would, William would, over William, William would be a good king. No, 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 no. You're having a laugh. You're better than Andrew. Have you been king? No. As far as I'm concerned, I would do a lot with the family because they're just not popping in the tax bill of myself and society. Oh, come on. The Queen's, the, the, the well, the Queen is, de- is dead apparently five years ago, according to Stephen's um, breaking news. I think she's passed away. I don't think she's here. But they're good. They're, good. they're a bit of fun, the royal family. They're in the tax bill. Royal family, Stephen. Oh, the royal family, they don't do me but why are you going to work? They've never worked in that. Why are, you getting so ex- why are you getting so excited? You must be jealous. I'm not jealous. I've never done anything in their life. And why should I? And even the family's never worked. Why am I keeping them? Well, because they're better than you. They're not better than you. I tell you what, I can get these work in. They carry and see your, your own children. They're more important than them. Stephen, 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 you're just jealous because they're, I'm they're not jealous in my puffing that I waste that time, I waste that money, and see that big house I've got. Yes. They're the which, 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 which one, Buckingham Palace or one of the five castles? So what? You'd make them homeless. I wouldn't make them homeless. I'd put them into a council house oh. and see these fancy cars I've got. Yeah. I wouldn't buy double-decker buses and put them on that to travel about. But, Stephen, th- th- what I don't understand is why you can't accept that they are better than you. They'll never be better than me. I'll tell you something. Will you tell me why they're better than me? I can walk down the 
I will tell you exactly why. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What do you do for a living, Stephen? <laughs> oh, you're break. Oh, you're breaking up. Go, try. Go, go back to where you were. I'm working on a bus scene. You work on. You worked on a bus. Yeah, I worked in buses. So what? I don't. No, no, no. What do you? What do you do for? It? What do you do? Stephen. 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 What do you do for a living now? I'm semi-retiring. So, so. All right. So, what? You get a state pension? No. You don't. You don't get a state. Five years. I retired before my pension was due. So, what are you living on? I'm living on a couple of pounds and we odd, we odd jobs that I do for my neighbours around about me. Is it cash in hand? No, it's not cash in hand. Because if it was I cash in like, hand, you wouldn't even be paying for the royal family. As well. She's, she, right, so you, you're too lazy to work, and yet a night, you're having to go at a 90-year-old woman who works pretty much I'm every day. I'm going to that. I'm having that. I go to the establishment since it was created. We do not need them. But but they work more. You can't even be bothered they're to work. Working out there, and they've got doctors in hand. They've got first. Hang on a minute. You 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 use the NHS. You Stephen Stephen. You use the NHS. Yeah. I am But you don't. But you don't contribute. Yeah, I did contribute. I contributed for thirty years. But 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 you're not paying national insurance now. And your sons can go to the NHS and get treated in the back of my taxes, which I think is fair. But, but, no, you're, but you're, you're, you don't pay. You don't pay national insurance now. I've paid it for thirty years. But then you just stop working. What? Because you were lazy, and yet you're having to go at some, some upstanding, decent people who are I'm better than you, saying, who work every single day. You laugh. You tell me what Edward Harry and all these. What have they done? You're just. Je- you're just jealous. And they all be kept. You're jealous, Stephen. Stephen, Stephen, listen. You and me, we're scum compared to the royal family. You're you're probably a little bit scummier than me. We'll never be scum. We can hold together. If you listen to your children, your children are better than they are. I can't say that, Catherine. Yeah, yeah, your children are better. Don't say scum is not over. That's a horrible word to use. Well, you're, but, that's, but that's what we are, Stephen. Compare, you, well, you don't work for a living, I do. Compared to... You felt like a racist. She's worked, she's worked, she's, she's worked for 75 years. Apart the last five years when she died. She's got a dude, dude. She does nothing. Stephen. Stephen, Stephen, you need to, you need to calm down. She's going to outlive you. You're going to have a thrombo. She passed away five years ago. She's still here. Okay. Well, thanks for calling, scumbag. Bye. 0344-499-1000. Talk radio. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, yeah, I heard the theory that the Queen had died over Christmas. I was perpetuating that theory and that rumour around the, the Christmas table. I've not heard one that she died five years ago. That's, um... That's new. That reminds me, a few people over the last couple of weeks on Twitter said, why don't you do a conspiracy theory special? Do a conspiracy theory special. Um, and it's kind of crossed my mind, but 
uh, here's what I've discovered doing this show, and it's a weird thing, and it's it's primarily my own doing. Um, but also, I think it's it's an evolution in radio, and I think it's a, a kickback from 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 those radio shows where you get a question an hour, and you have to stick cr- very strictly to the question. Um, when I come on here and do in inverted commas topics, you lot don't go for the topics. You don't go for them. You don't. You, 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 uh, you know, I, I'm me and Kath have, have thrown out some absolutely brilliant questions. And you tend not to go for them, which is fine. I'm not, I'm not doing a spend love and having a go at you. That's totally, totally fine. So if I were to come on and say, okay, guys, well, tonight we're going to talk about conspiracy theories. Um, you wouldn't phone in. So what I will say is, um, conspiracy theories are always welcome. Most of them I think are bullshine. Some of them I think are genuine. Um, but you know, things like the, the, the twin towers, that was probably some terrorists. Um, princess Diana, that was probably a drunk driver and, and, um, no seatbelts. Um, JFK, that was probably, um, Lee Harvey Oswald, probably. Um, Elvis dead, you know, uh, the moon. Yeah, we did. So I think most of them are nonsense. Flat earth on your bike. Um, But you're very, very welcome to call in. I will entertain them all. Oh, we must get back. Do you remember that bloke we had on? Um, Talking about, well, he was on purportedly to talk about the murder of a conspiracy theorist in Poland. We didn't actually get onto the subject of that, despite talking to him for an hour. Um, We'll get him, I'll tell you what, I'll see if I can get him on next week. We'll get him on again, because he was, um, he was a lot of fun. The Nazi bell, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll get him on again. I I did enjoy um, I did enjoy that. So if you want to call in with conspiracy theories, listen. This is a show, and I, you know you know the line about we don't talk about Trump, we don't talk about Brexit, um, and, and we're getting more and more new listeners this week because they've got um, um, a fascist on the other place, right? Which is great for us. Love it. It means it spells the death of of broadcasting in this country. But for the next you know year, it's good news for me. Um, but you, you you can call in about anything, and I don't think I stress that enough. You know, whether the conversation's getting heavy about antidepressants or suicide or, you know, it's my kids or it's uh, we're talking about Big Brother, whatever. You can call in literally about anything. You'll speak to Catherine, my producer, or Ed, who is um, the, the tech op for this show, and they will, they will ask your name. They might ask you a little line about what you're going to say, and then they'll call you back. And that's it. That's the screening process. So even if you felt uncomfortable about what you were going to talk about, if they did ask you, oh, what do you want to say? Which I don't think they even do. You don't say it. You could always lie. You know, You honestly, we turn... How many people are banned from this show now? There's... Um, do, what's her face? There's um, Fatty. And there's um, Bellend. So it's three, three people, uh, only because they're all psychopaths. That's it, you know. Um, so, so anyone can get on and talk about anything. You can have a go at me, You could, whatever, whatever. And I know that that's quite a daunting process, and it's really daunting for me, because honestly, I don't, I don't have a vibe 
this evening. Nigel and Pablo, I will come to you in a bit. 0344 499 1000. I don't really have a vibe today. Really tired today. And you know I came off um, my metazapine antidepressants last, about a week and a half ago. And, um, oh, it's doing my nutting today. Oh, it's doing my nutting. But I, I lost about um, uh, 10 pounds, 11 pounds. And then I started putting the weight on again. I went back last night, weighed myself last night. I was back up to 16 stone again. So that got me down. And then today, my head is, um, it, it's not the electric shocks that you get when you come off antidepressants. It's It's all bubbly. My head is bubbly. And I'm really emotional i was out with the boys today and i just kept thinking oh god these boys aren't going to be around forever you know in that they're going to grow up into into young men i took them to get a haircut and um they're four and six five and seven in a couple of weeks and i took them to get a haircut and they looked like young men and i was sat there looking at these beautiful young men and oh i got overwhelmed with emotion and um it's so and i feel nauseous i've got a headache um my emotions today all over the place i've really had to remember that it's primarily chemical at the moment it's chemical i'm withdrawing from 30 milligrams of quite a strong drug and i'm i I didn't do and i don't recommend anyone does this this is just what i'm doing didn't do it gradually as as is recommended i just did it i just made the decision i'm going to stop and it's going to be a bumpy few weeks bumpy month uh and i'm going to have a go at it um and today i've been questioning everything my life my job my relationships my um, role as a dad my the things i've done in the past my future my my career here everything everything it's been insane absolutely insane um and i'm really trying to keep it in the moment and be aware that it's a chemical thing and that this too shall pass and that everything will be... I'm dreading the weekend. Oh, the weekend's coming up. I'm dreading it. I've got to do Sky on Sunday. I've got to do Sky on Sunday. I have the privilege of going to review the papers on Sky News on Sunday. And I'm dreading it. I'm dreading Saturday as well because I've got... I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I need to sort out the acts for performance ring. But I've got nothing. Um, anyway, so that's where I am, and, and, and the show might be a little bit disjointed as a result of that. One final thought, I've just remembered, then we'll take some calls. We're doing a performance ring at the end of February. Uh, all the tickets are sold out. I think we've got space for some acts. I don't think I've got all the acts lined up. Hang on a second. Nigel! Oh, God, that's oh, Hi, Ian. Hello, Nigel. I'm just going to uh, go... How are you? Yeah, well, you're not listening. Yes, I know. Yeah, I, I've got I, good, good job. You, I wanted to talk about myself on antidepressants Uh-oh. as well. Yeah, go on then. Um, so at least I've got something to talk about now because I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I've got a song in a moment for you. Of course, you have a, class, a classical one, singing singing with Charlotte Church. Oh yeah, quite an oldie. But it's called Carrie Fergus, a nice sort of um, Irish song. Yeah. Uh, and I, I sort of harmonise with her. It's quite good actually. Anyway, the depressant tablets. I've been off. Mine for three days, and I feel terrible. My eyes are all tight behind. Uh, my eyeballs are tight. You know the tension. I know exactly yeah. the tension that you yeah, mean. Yeah, and your scalp. It you can get a tightness in your scalp and neck as well, which I I couldn't get lay down last night because I thought I was going to be giddy. Yeah. You know the tension, and um, that I take five hundred milligrams of clonazepam yeah. one a day. Five hundred milligrams clonazepam. Yeah. yeah. And I've been on those for twenty years. Um, so, so obviously, I, when I do stop, 
Well, I will suggest if anyone is thinking about stopping, do it under the supervision of a trained medical professional. Mm. I know I can stop them, but I do feel better when I take it because of the stress stress of my mum and myself, really. So I need to take at least one of that. I was on two, actually, and they stopped a whole tablet. Oh, blimey. Yeah, that's not fair, is it? It should have been at least a half stop, not a whole one. Well, yeah. yeah. You know. Anyway, what have you got for us? You said you had a song for us. Yeah, are you in a hurry? Do you want to get on to it now, then? <laughs> oh, one quick, I was going to say, well, uh, break one quick thing I'll get in. The doctor said to me once, um, um, if you have lots of regular sex, it can keep, um, oh, uh, it can keep prostate cancer away. Yes. It's good for you to, to have more sex. You have to, it keeps the well, how much sex away. are you having, Nigel? Pardon? Would you like to sing the song for yeah, us? Yes, okay, here we go. Yes. I'll start it off. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, and hi to David Price, who's a fan of mine as well. Here, here we go. Here we go. Is he sitting? I'm so confused. Music's a bit too loud. I wish I was in character where the castle looked out to sea. I can't really understand. Um, quickly, let's go to a break. Um, and we'll, when we'll come back, we'll pretend that we really, really enjoyed it. Here we go. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I think we dodged the bullet there, guys. Pablo. How do? Yeah, when he finishes, can we pretend that we loved it? Yeah, what's his name again? Norman? Nigel. Nigel. All right, hang on, guys, finish him. It goes on for a bit. Hang on a minute. Pablo, you will have it in the background. What did you call in for, Pablo? Um, no, no, just, uh, I was just trying to big up aspects of 2016. Oh, hang on, hang on. Hey! Hello. Hey! Oh. Yeah, I did, it does go on a bit, that song, so I thought yeah. I'd stop it there. No, oh. that was absolutely, that was, that was brilliant, Pablo. Pa- wasn't it? I used to be a good singer until now. <laughs> no, you're still a good singer. Pablo was listening to that. What did you reckon, Pabs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, especially like the, uh, the falsetto moments there. You've well, got a voice like an angel. At least Boatman bit, because I'm... <laughs> How did you do the girl's voice, Nigel? Pardon? How do I do? I didn't do it. That was me singing. <laughs> tight squeeze. Hey? Yeah. A tight yeah. squeeze whilst you were hitting I was sad about George Michael. Cause it, wasn't it terrible, Ian? Well. I mean, uh, he was so popular and, uh, you know. He was, but as my mate Scott said, everyone was making, uh, you know, yeah, it was sad he went right. But mm. everyone was making out like Brian Wilson had died or Paul McCartney. Mm. It was, it was. I don't want to say it was just George Michael because that's the meaning, yeah. and it's but 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 what I mean was, mm. it 
it was just Paul, it was just George Michael, you know. Yeah, he, he, he hasn't faith. been doing much recently lately, has he, anyway? He did the Faith thing, he did that, yeah. that you know, that terrible mm. Songs from the Last Century album. Yeah. He did Faith, he, he did some good pop some songs. Good songs yeah. good it, just two, two words, one name, Andy Kershaw. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there now, just, just think on your... I used to like Curly Fish. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. What, what are you saying, Pablo? Well, Andy Kershaw, he got, he got in trouble for saying pretty much the same kind of thing, that uh, mm. it was a bit of an overreaction for George Michael. And oh, did he? Hang, on, he? hang on a minute. When was this? Recent, well, obviously, just after he died, I'd imagine. It was, it was about two days after he died. What, uh, tr- what trouble did he get in? Well, he put something out on Twitter, and uh, then obviously, the, it, it, well, it, it's the modern journalism of three people said something bad on Twitter, yeah. so it's a news story, so... Well, uh, which you've experienced. Yeah. Well, in that case, no, I, I don't think we paid enough respect to George Michael. Where the mm. hell is our national George Michael Day? I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a tribute, a careless whisper song for it, uh, sometime. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's something I've, to look forward to. I've got the backing tape somewhere, and I'll try and do a new one. All right. Bye, Nigel. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. Um, did he really get into trouble for saying that? He did, yeah. Well, he, well, in the newspapers, oh. I, I don't know if he got in uh, official trouble, but he sent out a tweet just saying that it was a bit uh, mournful and overreactory that, you know, saying that he was... I, I think it's sad that George Michael died, right. But, 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 it... It, uh, it wasn't Brian Wilson, it wasn't Paul McCartney. He did some cracking pop songs, and he seemed like a decent bloke. But that's... Uh, oh, God, people are going to hate well, me. Is it? It is a little bit of the the whole kind of uh, was it the funeral parade thing that like the the news often jump on it quite quickly and it becomes a big you know it used to be the whole thing of having the the, the radio thing for when somebody dies like yeah. if the queen died oh obviously if she was poorly just give her another baby to eat feeding the no one I see what's been overlooked Rick Parfit died. Rick Parfit died. Yeah, did you interview Rick? No, we did Francis. We did the other one. Um, but, but uh, I do wonder if that in some way activated the curse. Well, it's... It, it, because obviously I'd read that he died, but then I read about the specifics of it, and it seems, sounds quite tragic that he just had, like, a little... He was having a checkup over something to do with an operation, and it yeah. all went pear-shaped. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it's sad, you know, and... Uh, Rick, but Rick, the, the, the Quo have had more British top 40 hits than any other band and have been on top of the pops more than any other band. Yeah, but Mr Blobby had a Christmas number one, so, you know, you put things in perspective. Yeah, that's true. You can't argue with that. Um, anyway, did, what, what did you call in for, Pablo? Well, it was just, a, you know, obviously 2016 has had a bit of bad press. Yes. And uh, personally, I had a son in that year. Um, I've got to relive my youth as well. I've got to see television on there, like... Uh, 20- Hang on a minute. You're phoning in for the topic that we were doing on New Year's Eve that no-one phoned in for. Oh, I, I, was, I, I was entertaining that evening. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boom. Hey. Yeah. yeah, no, and also got to see uh, Vic and Bob uh, live. So oh. I, I literally was reliving my teenage uh, yeah. years. Television, Vic and Bob... I should have just had a bit of snake bite in black and I'd have been happy. Beautiful. Beautiful. Living the dream, Pablo. Oh, and also, just whilst I have the time, um, just to say that foodtowatchfilmby.com has had a revamp recently. So oh, yeah. if anybody wants to go on foodtowatchfilmsby.com, um, you'll be able to see podcasts 
listings and some lovely artwork by the lovely Adam. There we go. Well, thank you very much, and thank you to the lovely Adam for that. 0344 499 Matt is in Australia. Good evening, Matt. Good morning or good evening. How are you doing? Um, I've got terrible indigestion because I've got a sore throat. Whenever I get a sore throat, I get terrible indigestion. Apart from that, I'm cracking. What, what have you got for us? Well, I'm phoning up basically just to say thank you very, very much. Oh. Um, basically to you, Kath, and uh, the listeners. Um, didn't didn't mention you, Ed. You, sorry, mate. You weren't mentioned, Ed. You're not part of this. Thank you. Oh, but, but fingers geez, sorry. No, 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 Matt. No, listen, I'm, I'm not shaming you. You didn't say him. That is absolutely fine. Ed, fingers in your ears. This is for me, Kath, and for the listeners. The listeners get more praise oh. than you do. Thank you, and Matt. And the guests. And the guests. And the guests. Go on. So, so basically, listen to you, uh, for a long-time listener, first-time caller. Well done. Uh, listen to you on Absolute. Uh, Three Counties Radio, absolutely oh. great. Hilarious. Lots of bands. Obviously, a different show. Um, the, this particular show has, uh, it means a hell of a lot to me. Um, little things like the Imani Coppola, um, I think she's fantastic. So getting to know the guests that, uh, that you're interested in, yeah. um, getting to know you, getting to know oh. the emotions, getting oh. to know about the meds. I've been on meds. I've been depressed. A lot of the, uh, the stuff that you and your listeners talk about, I can really relate to. Um, especially, uh, uh, I was listening to, I listened to the podcast. I don't listen uh, live, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, I was driving yesterday and listening to you when you were coming off your meds and you were talking about the, um, the electric shocks yes. and, uh, and all those uh, particular things. Yep. Um, I've got a big, um, issue with, um, uh, the met with, uh, with the medical profession in respect of, uh, um, the, the, the medical profession are very quick to put you on the meds. Um, but uh, uh, they don't really help um, you to get off them. Um, you know, you literally you literally on them until um, until you, you you want to get off that cr- uh, crutch, and it's uh, yeah. it's it's a, it's a roller coaster getting off them. Um, I think the, the some of the, uh, the guests that you've had. I mean, for example, just recently I was listening to the Peter Peter Tatchell. Again, I had to stop and pull over. It was just uh, it was just a, a different uh, different kind of calling. It was fantastic. He was good, wasn't he, Peter Tatchell? We, we're going to get more fantastic heroes, and that's a very vague, loose, generic term, but just for people that we respect and we think you know should get a pat on the back while they're still alive. I think also um, uh, we we only see him uh, um, in the news and actually uh, for a very short uh, snippet doing doing those things. Actually, hearing the background as to uh, to his motivations. I think the motivate what motivates him um, and why does it? It's very selfless and also. Um, he was. Uh, he, it was all about the we. It wasn't about the I. And, yeah. and, and again, he was. Uh, but the reason why the, uh, the calls uh, this week, uh, the, the 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 couple of photos that you've had this week. I mean, I'm using a, a term that Kathy uses, flipping egg. I mean, it was yeah. just. Yeah. She's common. Unbelievable. I I, again, those people are very, very uh, inspirational uh, to, uh, to to us and all of us. You know. So thank you to. To you for, for, uh, and to radio station for putting this on and, and this different type of show, but also, if it if it wasn't for the guests, uh, we wouldn't have a show, would we? Nice one, Matt. I appreciate that. What are you doing in Australia? Um, uh, oh, I top uh, secret. I emigrated uh, uh, a few years ago, and and basically, um, uh, you're the first thing I listen to in the morning uh, when I come uh, get up in the morning, um, and when I drive home. So again, it's, uh, it's my, it's my, uh, it's my 
touch point to the UK. It's uh, it gives wow. that uh, that grounding. Yeah, so I tell you uh, what, if they don't listen to anything else because it's really horrible over here at the moment. It's all gone a bit racist. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's sad, but uh, oh well. But but just to just to end. Um, uh, I'll tell you what I do find funny is when I switch on uh, the television here, which is absolutely appalling. Yeah. And um, uh, but when we get the TV shows that you uh, you do the narration on, yeah, 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 make sure the laugh out loud, laugh out loud programs. Right? They were last. It was either last year or the I think it was last year. Um, there was in Australia there was this cooking program that had been really really hyped as the next big thing, and it flopped yes. miserably. And they pulled it after about four episodes. Um, yeah. And they they and scrambled. Your, your show was bigger. Yeah, they scrambled around for something to fill the slot, and they just put this 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 clip show that I do the voiceover for, and they just thought I oh, will put this on and it'll be a good filler it got the highest it was the highest rated show on australian tv last year yep, yep that's fantastic but it's fantastic there's some Brilliant. funny bits in it we just, we're doing a new series and there's some very very funny bits in it you know they are what they are but there's, there's, there's we've got some good stuff hey matt listen nice one man i appreciate your call thank you it's mine take care mate bye-bye what a nice guy yeah the number one show in australia and you get sarky people on twitter going mm, look at you Voicing Laugh Out Loud on Channel 5. Yeah, all right, mate. Well, each episode of that pays my mortgage for two and a half months um, and leaves me a little bit of change. And number one show in Australia. Despite all of that, the thing I really liked most about Matt's call was the fact that he excluded you, Ed. Um, And we heard in James's show you being described as an annoying Australian producer. (laughs) Racism, you see, it's casual racism. It's everywhere. Oh, and who do we blame for that? Who do we blame? We blame Kath. Oh, three, four, four, four. Well, you came into work blacked up, Kath. You thought that was appropriate. And you should see what she wears for the Chinese New Year. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I really don't think that that um, doing that for Diwali is appropriate. Oh, three, four, four. 499-1000. Chris, stay there. They're going to come to you in a bit. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Evening, Chris. Evening, Ian. What you got for us, boss? Um, I, I, I kind of feel a bit redundant now because Matt said pretty much everything oh. I wanted to say. Oh. I, I've, um, over the last... Since February, I, I've, I've been slowly rebuilding my life, and I've refound yourself on this beautiful radio station. Thank you. You've been there through my ups and my downs, and I'm celebrating a month off metazapine myself. Um, how did you? How did you? Um, what what dosage were you on? Um, I was on 25 milligram initially, and amped up slowly, and then amped up, amped back down slowly. My doctor is fantastic. He is. The most understanding doctor I've ever dealt with. Yeah, I've, I've been through um, many bouts of depression, detection twice, um, and my doctor now is possibly the best doctor in this country. Hey, um, not, 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 not to like blow his own trumpet or anything like that. But how are you? How are you finding coming off it? Because I'm, I, I was on thirty milligrams and I just stopped, which I know is not sensible, but I, I felt I, I was ready to do it, and it's like day. Ten, nine, ten, and I'm um, I've struggled a bit today, and I'm kind of gurning a bit. I've got the gurning face. I I've um, I I really struggled sleeping. Mm. 
because mitazapine's got that sleeper agent in it. Yeah. Well, um, I, I really struggled, so I, I've gone on to a, um, to Zopiclone as a sleeper. Okay. Which I take sporadically. I don't take that every night. It's only when I'm struggling to sleep. The sleep is the sleep is the is the killer. And how did how, how about the weight? Did did you did you put on weight when you went on it and then lose it? I've I've yo-yoed weight for years because of, uh, because of all the antidepressants yeah. that I've been. Um, it does slowly come back off. It really does. I, I, I've been as big as 22 stone, and I'm down to 16 now. I was 16, 7. Then I came yeah. off it, and I lost 10 pounds in a week, literally in a week. And then like, just the last couple of days, it's just started going back up again. And I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm I, I tell you what, I'm worried about it because I'm thinking, well, if I'm going to put the weight back on, I might as well go back on the tablets and at least get a decent night's sleep and not be full of anxiety, worrying about every decision I've ever made in my life. Because that's where my head is at today. I, I, I speak to your doctor and see if you can get some form of mild sleep rate rather than going back on an antidepressant yeah. because it's the, it's the sleep that works. But I'll, I'll, uh, not to try and echo what Matt has said um, as, as regards to you were you're a massive help through this, and I don't I don't think you understand how much of a help that yeah. you are. Well, I, I really don't think you understand how much you help people just being frank and honest, mate. I really don't. Well, thank you. Um, the, the, uh, but what brought me back to you was when you did a, the interview with Stephen Page. Oh um, yeah, wasn't that good? He came in for it. Did, well, because we had him on the phone to start with. I think he was the first guest, and it was a little bit awkward because he obviously, I think he double books, and so he was on the phone, and you could hear him talking to someone in the phone. But when he came in the studio for an hour and basically just did a private concert for me and Kath, oh flipping dream come true! Well, I travelled down to London the next day. Did you go and see it? I watched it. I went and watched it. He did it for those who missed it. Steam Page was in the Bare Naked Ladies. It's Ben, um, and he does solo stuff now, and it's brilliant. And uh, yeah, he, he he didn't have a concert booked, but he he went to um, Regent's Park in London, sent a little tweet out saying, "I'm going to be here," and then well, just played guitar and sang for a couple of hours, didn't he? It was utterly fantastic. Legend. It was, I, I didn't stay for all of it. It was the most relaxing hour that I spent yeah. in any park anywhere. Um, but you were talking about consider conspiracy theories yes yes did you realize that this year is the is the year that they're going to unleash the jfk files um they're they're being they're they're no longer classified i did not know that but 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 isn't there um a thing that they can still have massive redactions in There'll, be, there'll still be some redactions. In so, it. so if 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 there was a line that said um, JFK, the murder of JFK was arranged by, let's say, Richard Nixon, and he hired three gunmen, that'll all be redacted out. I, I would imagine so. Yeah, but it it, it, it it will give us a more clearer understanding of it, wouldn't you say? Um, I. Well, uh, uh, if there's stuff they don't want us to know, they won't let us know it. Hey, there's a brilliant story in the paper. Right, you know, um, Hillary Clinton had her email, emails hacked. Yeah. Where, where is it? It's in the, oh, it's in the mail. Right, she had her emails hacked, right? And um, a teenager could have hacked the Hillary Clinton campaign's emails because security was so lax that the password used by one key member, was password. You're the pa- joking. The password was password. Oh, 
that annoys me because it tells you everywhere. <laughs> everywhere you sign up, don't don't have password, don't have one, two, three. It will reject. Or at least have password sixty nine and make the P a capital P if you're gonna do it. We had a mate um who we used to a bloke called Justin whose whose password was one, two, three, four. And then we worked it out. And he so he changed it. But he changed it to one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange insisted Russia had no involvement in hacking uh, around 50,000 emails. He said a 14-year-old could have uh, accessed the accounts of Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta because he used the password password. Absolutely brilliant. How does he know? How how does he get get this in this this, all all this? Well, because he's wrapped up in his little embassy. Yeah. How? how, I, I get confused with Julian Assange because. Part of me, I, I can't remember why we're supposed to think he's heroic, but I remember that we do. Yeah. But part of me thinks he's been accused of sexual assault in Sweden and he should go and, you know, he, he could be a rapist. He could be a rapist. We don't know until he goes and stands trial for the rapes that he's been accused of. How, how much money has this country spent for uh, keeping an eye on him? I don't think we do keep an eye on it because I know that they used to have coppers. I mean, was he been in there? Three years? They used to have coppers out there, about five or six coppers all the time. And then about a year ago, they said something like, oh, it's costing us 25 million quid a year, so we're going to stop. So I don't think they have any police out there anymore. You might not have the police out there, but who are, they're going to be looking at him in other ways. You're not, if I knew there was a rapist in their house opposite me, yeah. I might, you know... I might not be stood outside his door, but I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be keeping an eye on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying, look, the co- <laughs> there are some coppers living opposite the, the embassy, and every now and then they're just tweaking the curtain going, yep, still in there. It's something. They must be doing something. You're not going to leave. You're not going to spend £25 million a year on this man that's supposedly... A rapist. And I say supposedly... Well, yeah, he's, he's, accused, he's accused of sexual yeah. assault, I think, on, on two... Uh, uh, Women and you know leaking all those emails and stuff. That I, I don't remember WikiLeaks and all that. There was something noble about it, but um, he's he's got to stand trial for sexual assault. You know, because he could be a rapist. We don't know. But every man has to answer for his crimes. Yes, if he, if he's committed them, you know, or it could be a hideous setup just to get him extradited to America. I don't know. Um, but I'd like it would, it would be great if if that s- the, the cloud above his name could be re- removed one way or another. It's back into the conspiracy theories, isn't it? Isn't it? They are fun. They are fun conspiracy theories. I just don't. I, I maybe I'm too trusting, Chris. I just believe what um, our Zionist masters tell us. I, you've got to take everything that we're told with a pinch of salt because we're uh, we're a nation that has to be controlled at some degree. You know, are, are there be rebellious uprisings left, right, and centre? There, there needs to be some form of um, filter as to what comes out to us. Because it, it, you're saying you can't handle the truth. I, I don't think I don't think as as a species we're wow. we're set up to be able to handle oh. everything that's thrown at us. I think there's only so much that any human being can deal with in any one sense uh, at any one time. Um, do you remember when? Um, <clears throat> Obama came into power and he hinted, he hinted, there was a speech where he actually hinted he was going to reveal the truth about America's knowledge of UFOs. Do you remember that? I, I don't 
I don't remember that per se, but uh, it, it sounds like something that he would want to do. We had um, we had a UFO expert on. This is on another place. It wasn't Joe Lehman's. It was a uh, another one. Nearly said yeah. a proper one there. How rude! But it was another one, and he was um, adamant that that um, that Obama had um, let slip that he was going to reveal the truth about UFOs and stuff, and uh, but it, it never actually happened. Obviously. Well, Obama wanted to shut down Guantanamo, and that's hardly happened, has it? I mean, granted, he has removed quite a lot of prisoners that were held there. But Trump's going to put them back. Trump wants to put them back. Oh, he's going to be disastrous for this. (laughs) (laughs) Or he might be. Or do you know what? I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be all right. I don't think there's going to be a nuclear war. And can see him serving his full term? Well, I still predict that he'll be assassinated before the inauguration. I hope so. Well, no, no, you can't. No, no, no. Listen, no, no, because we're we're not going to perpetuate. That's not that's not how we, you know, how we win and stuff. We're not going to perpetuate the hate and the violence. I don't want him to. It would be interesting if he did. Um, But I don't I don't I don't want him to. But my prediction is he will be um, he'll be he won't make it to the 20th. Oh, I, I, I. Okay, I'll, I'll just take a step back take and say, back. rather than saying I want it, I'd be, I'd like to see what happened if there was an attempt okay, made. Right. That's well done, Chris. Thank you. I appreciate your understanding. Is it true that M and M's playing at the inauguration? Is that I read? I read that, but I read that, but in the era, of, Richard, I'll come to you um, after the news. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, I know the Beach Boys are considering it. Mm, might love his friends with Donald Trump, so why wouldn't they? Um, but I read in, in an era of fake news and clickbait, I read that Eminem was going to, is it, have you, have you found anything? Because it, wouldn't it be brilliant if Eminem did it, but kind of let rip, he laid down some fat beats and some wicked rhymes about what a bell Donald Trump was. He destroyed him with a rap. But we may be, um, well, he hates Trump, does he? Okay. Well, that's why he destroyed him with a rap. The rap battle. Oh three. We did an hour of radio there. I've got no idea what we talked about. Primarily about the Queen dying five years ago, which um is news to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, th- I told you it's a show about literally anything. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You call up. You uh, give us your name. We call you back. It's as simple as that. And you can come on and talk about absolutely anything. Remind me after the news. We need to get some acts for the um, what is potentially the last performance ring in February. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that after the news. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a boss that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hand 
Several live shows coming up that you can come to. Uh, the first one is on Sunday, the nineteenth of February, and then there are tickets still for. We're not quite sure what it's going to be, but there are tickets for it. Sunday, the nineteenth of February in London, of course, of course. We tried to find a venue in the West Midlands, and we, we couldn't find one. We had some people saying, "Oh yeah, I can sort you out one." Okay, and then they just vanished. And then the venue got in touch and said, "Oh, you can use us." And then they just vanished. So they're in London, I'm afraid. So Sunday the 19th of February and also Sunday the 26th of March. There are tickets available for the shows that me and Kath are putting on and you can come and you can be part of it and be involved in it or you can just sit there and watch. Um, But you're going to watch history being made. That much I can guarantee you. Uh, If you want tickets, ticketsource.co.uk slash ian-lee. Ticketsource.co.uk slash ian-lee and I'll tweet the link in a second. There is a show on Sunday, the 26th of February, that you can't come to as it's sold out. But it's just dawned on me, I haven't got enough acts for it. This is the performance ring, uh, where you, dear listener, are the um, uh, acts that fill uh, the show. And I've got... it's, It's come around so quickly. So if you are an act, or you want to be an act, or you want to have a go, then, um... Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. What we've got so far, we've got a stand-up, we've got a grumpy skeletal, but I don't know if these are definite. I've got to email and make sure these are definite. I think we've got two people showing a film, showing films. We've got someone's going to give a talk, someone's going to play Conkers, and I can't read what that other one does. So, um... We need act, and it can be anything. You can do it on Skype as well if you can't make it to London. Um, it, it, it can be anything. We've In the past, we've had someone pushing a wheelbarrow across the stage for 10 minutes, and we've had a young lad eating custard. So it, it really can be as far out there as you want. Now, we haven't got any tickets for the event, but we do need some acts. So, ian at com is the best email to get me on. I-A-I-N at LBC. No, I'm reading the word LBC there. Look, someone sent me a tweet 
about Katie Hopkins, not quite sure why. Um, Ian at ianlee.com if you want to have a go at being uh, an act. And if you want to get tickets for the show on the 19th of February or the 26th of March, uh, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash Lee. Richard, who hates the North. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yes, well, no, no, it says, very, it, says, uh, it says on my screen, Richard, enemy of the North. This is a, a to say that someone puts on events as well. I usually book acts and then struggle to sell tickets, and you sell tickets and then struggle to <laughs> I know, we've been very lucky, but this is, I think the performance ring, because the other ones we're doing are slightly different. There is a thing called the rabbit hole, but the performance ring, this is going to be the last performance ring, um, probably not ever, but we won't be doing another one until the summer. So if people are thinking, oh, I want to get involved and have a go at it, well, then, um, you know, send me an email sharpish, because I only need about another four acts, and um, and then we're, we are done. We won't be doing another one. Uh, at the earliest, it will be the summer, because we've got other projects to focus on. What shows do you put on then, Richard? I put on uh, technical notes, which is oh, it's a slightly different thing, I guess. Well, no, well... <laughs> They're all the same. They all require booking and planning and t- sitting down and doing running orders and stuff like that. And they're all much more stressful to arrange and organise than they should be. Yeah, the last one actually took tickets for sales two days early. And I wondered why ticket sales had dried up because like, usually the, the just leading up to the event, that's when you sell the most tickets. Yeah. And I was like, why is nobody buying any tickets? And uh, I'd actually take them for sale. <laughs> oh, no! You absolute <laughs> nana! Yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. Great um, work. <laughs> great last of on you on that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't going to call for a while after needed, uh, calling, after needed causing a civil war um, yes. and offending a lady on Facebook, which is blatantly a middle-aged man pretending to be an attractive young lady. Um, the, um, but the, so the, like, I didn't stumble across the weirdest thing on the internet. It stumbled across me. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I know you don't use Instagram, but um, I do. Like, I, I don't have a girlfriend, so I follow a lot of dogs on Instagram. People like to get their dogs Instagram famous. Well, so, um, so Instagram is, is sharing photos, yeah? Said the old man. Yeah. Yeah, so people create uh, accounts for their dogs and just like, put pictures of their right. dogs on. Um, but, but in order to like make their dogs more popular, they like spam like your photos and things like that. Or like follow you and unfollow you. Same thing with Twitter. Yeah. Um, and I got this uh, follow thing from an account called Beagle Poops. And I thought it was like, you know, someone's cute name for their beagle and went, um, no, it's, a, it's an Instagram account dedicated to photos of um, beagles in the act of defecating. Oh, gee, sweet. What's it? Hang on a minute. What, specifically what's it? beagles, by the way. Not not just all dogs. What's it called? Specifically beagles. Beagle poops. Beagle, beagle poops? Yeah, so Instagram.com slash beagle poops. Hang on a minute. And this isn't just like someone's gone, I'll set this up for a laugh. It's got 12,000 followers and they've got 360 hey, no, there's loads of beagles photos. having a dump. <laughs> that is and insane. One of, and one of the other weirdest thing about it is when there's actually sort of like any um, waste visible, they censor it. So that, they put an emoji over it. Oh look, yeah, look, but Christmas. That is the weirdest. Oh, those poor beagles. Oh, I was a puppy. Oh, look at that. Look at the eyes on that one. <laughs> oh, that's why would why would someone do that? I don't know, and why do 12,000 people follow it? Um, that's, um, that's kind of, uh, <laughs> that's kind of incredible. There we go, we'll tweet that. <laughs> I've been sitting for the last hour, this only happened about an hour ago, but you can sit here and say, what, what, why, this must be sort of like some joke I'm missing, or like, 
maybe like you know I missed out on like the big meme of last year or something. I just yeah. thought, no, no, it's, but it's just Beagle squatting and pages and pages and pages of them. Um, that is absolute genius, and and you have to respect people that go on the internet. Look at I can see Kath and Ed uh, uh, loving it. That go on the internet and use it for that. <laughs> I mean, it's just why would you use it for that? I think one of my favourite things as well is like it would be weird enough if it was like dog squatting. Yeah, uh, but they specifically chosen beagles. That they've, so they've made, they've made a niche already. And but how did you? A limit on photos. How did you come? How did you stumble across that? So they liked one of my photos in sort of an attempt to get me to follow them. Oh, it's okay. sort of like a common spammy attempt on Instagram. Blimey! Like, but wait, surely this this stream of photos is going to dry up one day. Like, they're, no. They're well, but the beagle, beagles have always got to poo. <laughs> They've always got to poo. And someone's always got to photograph it and send it to an Instagram account dedicated to it. Yeah, totally, man. That will never dry up. Um, Fossil, I'd say, really. Nice one, man. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> I mean, that really is of uh, an incredible uh, usage of the internet. And, Kath, you're right. They're doing faces. They're all doing faces. It's like my cat. The most... Um, not the dog. Dog doesn't care. She'll do it. Whoopsie. Anyway, no, it doesn't bother her at all. <coughs> but if you cat, if you, if you make eye contact with the cat when she's doing a poo, oh god, everyone's humiliated. Her, she's a humiliated. I feel uncomfortable. It's um, it's a it's dark days. My um, my youngest, who you heard an hour ago, the Flash, um, got into bed with me this morning about half past six. And he got into bed and he said, Daddy, can I go for a wee? I said, yeah, yeah, of course you can. So he got out of bed, went to the bathroom, turned all the lights on, of course. He did the longest wee I've ever heard in my life. It went on for ages. I was in bed thinking, flipping heck. He got, I've never done a wee that long and that powerful. It's like an elephant. I couldn't believe it. How could that much urine be? He's only tiny. He's not five yet. How could there be that much Way inside a boy of that that height. I don't understand it. Um, 0344-499-1000. Dennis will come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Kath's got a boyfriend. Kath's got a boyfriend. Someone's sending uh, outrageously flirtatious tweets. Oh, by the way. Oh, let me go to Dennis because you, you, you never know how long you're going to get before he passes away. Dennis! Good evening. Now then, why can't you come to Luton Library like we did last time? It seats well, four hundred people. Yeah. Well, I was. I was. And you could then give two fingers up to the three counties. I was. I was performing in Luton about uh, a month ago. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Actually. Oh, yeah, I was. Yes. Yeah, at the bear. Yes, the Bearcat Club. Yeah. Well, as I say, you could give two fingers up to three counties. Ah, I, I wish those guys every success in the future. Well, that's all right. I'm too. Anyway, hey. uh, did you uh, make sure your little lad wasn't got the bathtubs on while he was having a pee? No, I, I did. honestly, I'd never heard anything like it, Dennis. I couldn't believe it. Well, I reckon that's what he... should have got out of bed and had a look. He probably had the bathtubs on. Uh, he might have done. He might have done. Yeah. Um, but he's, I, they've, they've been really making me laugh today, and I'm taking them to see a pantomime tomorrow, 
which is a bit late in the season. Um, but we'll, we'll, I think it's the last day of the panto, so we're going to go and see that. So we'll have we'll have a bit, little bit of fun, Dennis. Yeah, that's the best way. That's <laughs> the best way to treat your kids. Yeah, it is. Just have a laugh, isn't it? And um, of course it is. Uh, I'm, uh, my youngest as well is also singing really obscure monkeys songs, really obscure. Which is which I we're in the car the other day, Dennis. Right? Yeah. And um, oh, I need to. Um, oh, I need to. Um, oh, I don't know if I've got the, the thing here. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, oh, I haven't got it. Anyway, <clears throat> oh, my throat's gone. We're in the car the other day, and my boy says, Right, can you, Daddy, can you play a song by the Beach Boys? I said, Yes, of course I can. Uh, what is it? He said, It's called Yesterday. And I went, Oh, that's the Beatles, but I'll, I will find it for you. So I started playing the Beatles yesterday. He went, No, 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 that's not it. That's not the song um, uh, uh, at all. And I said, Okay, right. Well, g- give me a bit more. He says it's it's not called yesterday. It's called Tuesday, <laughs> and it's by the Beach Boys. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think. And I said, is it is it Sunday? Um, and he said, oh, it might be. So then I played Pleasant Valley Sunday by the Monkees. He said, no, no, no. It's Wednesday by the Beach Boys. So we're we're listening. And going through everything I can find, and this goes on for about 20 minutes in the car, and eventually, after 20 minutes, he goes, no, 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 it's sung by a girl, right? It's sung by a girl. And I worked out, it was this. So it's Saturday, sung by a woman. Well, not, not Tuesday, sung by the Beach Boys. <laughs> I gave them a damn good thrashing for that. Well, I'll tell you what, you do the best thing pleasing your children, because don't forget, yes. you're getting older and they're getting bigger, and soon there'll be a crossover. Yes. If you've oh. messed them about, oh. stand by, brother. <laughs> I was on floor, I was on a cruise, and a fellow chucked his youngster into the six-foot end, and the poor little sod couldn't swim at all. Yeah. And he came up gasping, and his father was laughing. I'll teach him, I said... Yeah, I'll teach you. I said, that child is now forgetting. He'll never forget what you tried to yeah. do to him. Yeah. And he's getting bigger and you're getting older. And one day there'll be a crossover point. So stand by, brother. You're going to get your head filled in. No. <laughs> Everyone's so violent tonight. Um, Dennis, nice to talk to you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. I'll bless. Bye-bye. Um, I was going to say something before, Dennis, and I can't think what it, what it was. doesn't matter. Um, Cassie is the last caller on the switchboard, guys. So if you want to get on the show, now would be an excellent time. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Oh, Katia. Yes. So uh, next Tuesday, I am meeting up with tech expert, Will Guyatt. Well, well done you. No, there's more. Him? I'm not meeting up with him socially. I can't stand the man. He badmouthed a um, good friend of mine, Stephen Murdoch. And so I shall forever... I, I'm very loyal to my friends, Katia. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 anyone that badmouths my friends, well, they're dead to me. Except when they can help me out with something. And this Mr. Guyatt can help me out with something. Ah. Uh, he did everything. Yeah, doesn't it? Mm. He is going to give me to keep forever and ever and ever, although he thinks it's a lens for a week. Once I've got it, I'll just change my phone number. 
Oh, Mr. Lino, live here. Um, <clears throat> he's going to give me forever and ever and ever a 360 camera. What? Do you know? No. No. Do you know what a 360 camera is? No. <clears throat> right. Let me tell you, because it blew Kath's mind the other day when I showed her how it works. It's a little camera, <clears throat> and I put it. I'll put it on the desk there. Right. And what you'll be able to do. You'll be able to watch us on Periscope on your phone. Yeah? You got you with me? I'm never no, quite yeah. sure. I'm never quite sure, Katia, because I do lose you in conversation quite quite quickly. I'm trying to picture myself uh, looking at you on the 360 camera. Well, you don't know what it is. Oh. So don't... I'm, I am... God, this is worse than talking to Nigel. I am telling you what it is and what it can do. But okay. have you ever watched the show on Periscope? Yes. On your phone? No, I can't on my phone. No, it's a really old phone, okay. like uh, 15 years old. So okay, well, imagine you had a good phone yeah. where you could watch it on Periscope, right? <laughs> and you hold the phone and it's you're looking at me, yeah? Uh-huh. But there, have, I, have I lost you? No, 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 right. I can imagine that. Right, imagine that. But then imagine you move the phone around... Yeah. And you can see all around the studio. You move the phone up, you can see the ceiling. You move the phone down, you can see the desk. I don't quite know how that bit works. You move it all around, and you can see all around the studio. I know what you mean. I've seen that once. Have you seen that um, once? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that once. Roger was really excited about that brand new technology, and yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not impressed. Roger, yeah. you're not impressed yeah. with it? No. Well, flipping it, mate. Well, we're going to be the first ever radio show in the world to mm-hmm. broadcast next Tuesday in 360 degrees. Wow. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm not going to no. watch that. No. Sorry? I'm not, I'm not going to watch you in uh, 360. Why? Uh, Why not? Why? 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 Yes. Why? Well, well, well because it'll be it'll be a breakthrough. You'll be able to well, move your phone around and look all around the studio. And yeah, it's as too uh, futuristic. I can't handle that. I'm, I'm afraid. What is the what is the point of me what? trying to innovate when I'm 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 broadcasting to cretins and plebs? What is the point? <laughs> I might as well just come in here for three. I might as well come in here, Katia, for three hours and go. I must well do that for three hours. I'm trying to innovate and I'm broadcasting to idiots and muppets. Okay, are you talking about me in any way? Yes, yes, I am. The fact I have to explain that shows what a cretin you are. Okay, that's a bit rude, isn't it? I was going to set you up with Phil Collins. What, on a date? Well, kind of. Oh, okay. How are you going to set me up with Phil Collins? I'm, I'm, I'm interested again. Yeah, yeah, like that Wyatt guy name. Well, I'm not Wyatt, yeah. Well, G- Gil Wyatt. Yeah, well, the... You know what? Uh, that's a shame, really, because uh, you can have uh, spoken to Phil Collins, but it's not going to happen anymore because you were rude about the 360 thing to me. So I, I wasn't rude about the 360 <laughs> thing. I was rude about you. And your yeah. your lack of reaction to the 360 thing. 
I'm jumping up and down now. Uh, How do you know Phil Collins? Did you used to go out with him? Is he a friend of Roger's? Yeah, no, a friend of Steve. uh, And, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you now, am I? Okay. 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 Right, okay. Um, I was calling... Almost, Almost as if it was all made up. What? The Phil Collins thing. Almost as if you didn't have an in with Phil Collins. I, 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 I do. Kind of. Little, <laughs> kind of. I do kind of. I do kind of. That means, no, I don't. No. There's a small possibility. Yeah. I could arrange something. Oh. But there isn't. There isn't. You're not even getting me hot, Katia. I'm not even hot because no. I ain't falling for this. Well, because, because you were rude to me, so that's why it's gone. It well, so, all right, so, and that's why you're lying to me, yeah. because I was rude to you. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to know about this conspiracy theory or not? Well, sure, go on, why not? Okay, have you ever heard of the straw man conspiracy theory? No. No, well, me neither, but my friend, uh, who started by being a vegan, and that's fine, I mean, that I wouldn't mind being a vegan. So you're judging him for being a vegan? No, I'm not, no. but I do not, uh, I'm not, no, uh, Jake Yap, who is a vegan, he's, uh, he's not mad like my friend, is he, so... Well, I did hang on a minute. I've not said that vegans are mad. You've said that, Katia. Why are you so down on vegans? They made an ethical decision, and I, you have to respect that. It's not bad, yeah. I don't know. Well, you just said that they were mad. I didn't, no, oh, no, no, I didn't. Um, okay, let's uh, forget about that. Okay. Uh, okay, so my friend, I'm going to say his name, but anyway. Steve the vegan. The Steve, yeah. Steve gun. <laughs> He started with that. He ended up with the straw man conspiracy theory, which is that the uh, government buys your... When, you, when, you, when you're born, uh, there's a, a birth certificate, yeah. and the government, they buy your birth certificate for three million pounds, and then the state owns you. Uh, but, uh, well, that's why uh, I don't believe the theory at all, but my friend does, and he tells me that that's why you shouldn't pay your council taxes. No, it's fair play. It turns out Steve is mad. Um, uh, literally makes no, none of that makes any sense. The government do not buy your birth certificate for three million pounds and then own you. Yeah, yeah, and he said to me, look at your birth certificate. And first of all, I can't find it anyway. No. But if you look at it, everything is written in capital letters. Right, so so is everything, so is every note I write. I only write in capital letters. <laughs> so you're owned by the government. Uh, so, so. But you have to look it up. It's completely crazy, and yeah, uh, but probably, kind of useful. I'd rather look at beagles doing a poo. <laughs> Look at that, and then a 360 camera. Right, right, that, bye, Katia. I'm not listening to that. Utter, utter philistine. We'll be broadcast. We'll be the first. We'll be the first ever radio show in the world to broadcast in 360 degrees. What? Why would you not want that? You know what we need to do to make it worthwhile is we need to get in the studio. We have a sofa in the corner. We need to get someone really famous on the sofa. 
but they don't say anything for the whole show. They sit there for the whole show, but they don't say anything. But people can turn around and look and go, oh, look, it's, I'm trying to think of a big star, Duncan Bannatyne. Um, or Lulu. Oh, look, Lulu's there. Why isn't Lulu speaking? And Lulu doesn't say anything. Lulu and Duncan Bannatyne. Let's go nuts. And they don't say anything for the whole three hours, but you can see them. That would be, that would be funny, wouldn't it? That would be worth doing. How can we do it, Catherine? Don't say with, cut, with cutouts. I want the real, I want the real, no, you're not your masks. I want the real Lulu and I want the real Duncan Bannatyne to sit on the couch in this studio and not say anything. Just tell them we're, it's going to be groundbreaking. The first radio show to broadcast in 360 degrees. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Steve! Hip, hip, hip! Hey, that's what. That's what's been lacking recently. Hang on a second, Steve. Sorry, someone's just calling in. Dennis, you've been on already. Yeah, I know, but listen, I'm volunteering to sit right at the front with not doing anything, like I did at the Lulu You're thing. not fat. We want someone famous like Lulu. Well, say, I'm, they kept passing me and saying, you're Dennis, and I've never spoke to anyone in my life. Yeah, thank you, Dennis. Anyway, sorry about that, Steve. I, it, was, it was not what I was expecting. Hip, it, the enthusiasm, guys. This young man is full of vim and vigour, and that's what we want more of. Good evening, Steve. Good evening, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, fella. What you got for us? I haven't really got much, to oh, be honest with you. Beautiful. But I thought I'd give you a ring, because um, I might be able to help you out for your performance ring. Oh, yeah, go on. So, because I'm going to start doing some magic, oh. and I need somewhere to... Oh. What do you mean you're going to... Go. What do you mean you're going to start doing some magic? When are you thinking well, of starting doing magic? 29th of February. It's 29th, is it 29th? 20, I like you, because you haven't got a clue what's going on. You're nuts. I have. It, I'm, no, I'm scared, man. Honest, seriously. The 26th of February. That's the one. It's seen, that's only three days from 29th, isn't it? You, are you, you want to come... Have you ever done magic before? Yeah, no, but, but for children, you see, I want to bring a branch into uh, adult Ooh, magic. Some, a so, little bit blue, something for the dads. Well, you're not blue. Suggestive, I would go. I wouldn't go blue. I, um, I love the idea, and years ago I did a variety night. I used to host a variety night. And I, it was part of the idea from it came from... Um, I was taking my kids every Saturday morning... Uh-huh. To see children's entertainers. And I love the idea. I'm not saying this is what you should do, but I do love the idea of children's entertainers performing for adults, but still doing <laughs> the same act. Yeah, no, I get that a lot. They say, do you do, do, you do adult stuff? And I say, no. You should do it, but they can't do the same act. No. no. Well, I need, I need, well, I could, uh-huh. but I, I really want to try and get me. Uh, Right, Steve, head out, as it were. Well, then you're booked. Bless you. Do you want me to send you an email? Yeah, send me an email, Steve, um, with the um, secret password, Lemon Drizzle, so I know it's you. I Um, didn't say Lemon Drizzle, I only said hip, hip, hip. Yeah, no, I I said Lemon Drizzle, that's the secret password, so that when you email me, I know it's you and not someone else pretending to be you. Yeah, you know that falls down a bit, don't you? No. Because... Well, you've got at least I don't know how many listeners now. All right, I tell you, what, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a secret password. Then I'm going to press the dump. Here we go. <laughs> well, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Did you hear the password? It's the same one. Don't oh, don't no, say no. that, Steve. Oh, that's mad, isn't it? Don't say that. All right, I change could... it. Just reverse it. Um, drizzle lemon. Drizzle lemon. 
I, I used to be able to speak backwards. Elzid, no, um, Lemon, Nomel Elzid. I know, I only know swear words backwards. Do you, Rev? I know my name, Nevets. I can do that. Nevets. Well, this is the thing with speaking backwards. Do you speak backwards so that you, you, um, you, you say, you say it as it's written, or that, so that if you were to record it and then play it forward? Record, forwards, yeah. So Steve is Vets. Uh-huh. Is it? Is that if you're recording it? Cause I, uh... Steve Vets. Ian, Ian, nay, il nay. Good. Doogie Rev, Doogie Rev. Do you remember that guy? Who? Doogie Rev? Do you remember the Doogie Rev guy? No. On the adventure game. And he would come out and speak backwards. Doogie Rev. When was this? When was this? On the telly. Black and white? No, shut up, you muppet. It was in the 80s. (laughs) Oh, no. I was out, enjoying myself in the 80s. Oh, I was at home watching um, Tea Time TV. Doogie Rev, it was Doogie Rev. Doogie Rev, I'm going to write that down. Well, don't, because you're writing it wrong. It's Doogie Rev. (laughs) Is that with two Gs? Doogie Rev. That's backwards, isn't it? I'm trying, uh, you know. Yeah, we're we're talking, we're having a conversation about speaking backwards. Yeah, I can't even speak forward to the best of time. Well, yeah, that'll be it. Well, your um, magic actor better not be rubbish. Well, that's what. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. You no see, pressure. They're, they're so lovely at performing. I've seen them on um, Periscope. Yeah, we're going to make this um, next one vicious, though. I've decided we're too nice, so we're going to make the next one vicious, and people what, are going to start. Like if something, something's rubbish, we're going to encourage slow clapping. Oh man! Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a real tense old night. Actually, people are going to get bloodied. No. All right then. I can I can I can cope with that. Nice one. All right. I thought I'd ring you now because then people will get to know me if I ring again. Oh, you'll build. Look at you. You're <laughs> working the crowd. Well, no. Yeah. But I think it's always nice about going seeing performance ring that you know the people that ring in. Um, oh no, no, that's that. Yeah, yeah. I know what you say. Yeah. I know what you say. And then also they might be more gentle and say, "Oh yeah, I heard you talking to Ian, and, and you really don't." Give us. To talk can about. you do a trick on the phone? Uh, think of a card. Um, yep. Yep. What is it? The Three of Diamonds. Nope, Mother's Day. Hey, hey, he's doing, he's got material! <laughs> he's got material! I love a bit yeah, of magic. True. We had, um, That's we had the, the, uh, the first, was it the first one that Chris came and did some magic? Yeah. The first one we had a guy that had, um, he'd practiced magic for years in his house, oh. and he'd never had the the courage to go and do it in front of an audience and he came and did it in front of an audience it was brilliant yeah that's what worries me because it's <laughs> all right doing it at home but we're doing it in front of an audience it all goes wrong uh, listen the thing about performance ring and what makes it so special is um that uh, 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 it is a very supportive environment yes. and people will be um hoping that you do well and if you don't do well <laughs> they'll all be patting you on the back going ah don't matter no and that's what i'm hoping really yeah, that'd be all right. Whereabouts, whereabouts do you live, Steve? Uh, at home. He's clever, He's this guy. Clever, He's... good stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I live. I live locally because there's no point living too far from your house. Yeah, yeah. This is what this is. This is my Redditch. Where? Redditch. Where's that? Redditch. It's eighteen miles from Birmingham, near Stratford upon Avon. Oops, sorry. My computer went ding. Yeah, Um, I've never heard of it. Um, but you have. I don't think Near so. Worcester. You've been to Worcester. You've been to Huntington Hall. T- oh, yeah, I've been to Huntington Hall. I, I, I performed yeah. at Huntington Hall. It didn't sell very well oh, at no. Huntington Hall. 
came to see you. Were you there? You weren't there, you weren't yeah. there the one that brought your young lad, were you? Uh, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he he no. was like he was like thirteen or something, wasn't he? No, no, he was—he's twenty. Oh, well, <laughs> in that case, he's not a young lad. He's not, to me, he's young. No, he's an he old man. Always be young to you. He's an old man. Yeah, it was a nice venue, but not many people came. It is. It was, no. a, it was a weird show, but anyway. All right, Steve. Hey, well, send me an email. It was nice to see you. Yep. Oh, I'll send you an email. Love you as well. Ta-ta. Cheers. Bye bye. There we go. You see, guys. Well, um, we only need a couple more acts then. And I need to email all of these people to see if they uh, to see if they still want to be involved. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. And for the first time this evening, look, we have no calls on the switchboard. The f- how many calls have we had tonight? About fifteen, something like that. Loads. The first time this evening, the switchboard is empty. Isn't that brilliant? Isn't that brilliant? Freeing. Um. So, what can we do for the next 20 minutes? Well, um, Catherine can come and join me in the studio after the break, during the break. We'll have a little look through the papers. Um, we'll, we'll talk some nonsense. And if you want to chip in with a phone call, you're more than welcome. And if you don't fancy, if you just want to sit back and um, listen to two idiots wittering on, then likewise. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Now, I'm now getting sent links to the straw man theory. <laughs> but I'm also sent this link to this BBC News story. The mystery of the legal name fraud billboards. I've seen these billboards. Have you seen them? No. So huge billboards um, that say legal name fraud, the truth. It's illegal to use a legal name. Now, I've seen these, and that's what it says. There's no website. There's no um, telephone number or, or, or Twitter handle. That's it. Right. Legal name fraud, the truth. It's illegal to use a legal name. And I've seen these in London. What the hell does that mean? No idea. Hey, bless you. Little girl sneeze. There we go. Little girl, girly sneeze. Scores of posters have appeared around the UK warning of legal name fraud. What is? What does this mean? And who is paying for the adverts? So I've got a cough sweet in my mouth because I'm getting a little bit coffee. We're but, both a picture of health. Mm, the message is spelled out in bold capital. The first time I saw the 10 foot by 20 foot billboard near my flat in Kilburn, says the writer of this article, I stopped and stared, completely baffled. What was a legal name exactly? Surely to say it was illegal was an obvious contradiction. And who on earth was behind the advert? So many questions. I'm not the only one to have been left puzzled. Um, a quick Google search uh, shows similar posters appeared in Birmingham, Dundee, Essex. A Facebook page dedicated to posting photos of the billboards includes dozens more. Another website has more than 120 images of legal name fraud posters. Have you not seen these? No. No one seems to know what message these adverts are attempting to get across. A further web search took me to a site called LegalNameFraud.com, but that's not mentioned on the poster, which outlines a theory that when your birth was registered, a legal entity, your legal name was created. But the legal entity, Catherine Boyle, is distinct from the actual physical person, Catherine Boyle. Flipping heck, mate. We've just stumbled on something. When your parents registered your birth... This is on the BBC News website. Okay. 
When your parents registered your birth on the certificate, it insists they unknowingly gave the Crown Corporation ownership of your name. Simply thus, all legal names are owned by the Crown, and therefore using a legal name without their written permission permission is fraud. Maybe there's something in this. No, it sounds like balls. Don't, 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 don't. We need to get in touch with Kate of Gaya and Jane Doe 755. Jane Doe 755? Yeah. Jane Doe. Yeah. Do you think they're going to come on? Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're putting videos up explaining what this is. Okay. Right, that's, that's my mission tomorrow. Do the pantomime. The weekend. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Well, Jane Doe's not the legal name, you muppet, Ed. Jane Doe is the, the name that for, for... It's like John Doe. It's just That's a name. For someone who's not identified. Yes. Keith's on the line. Good evening, Keith. Hip, hip, hip. I'm rubbing my ribs. Yeah, rubbing oh. his ribs. I can How eat are you, mate? Those. I'm all right. I'm a bit... I've got coffee. How are you, Catherine? I'm all right in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, performance rings. Yeah. Am I in? Well, yeah, but what are you going to do? I can't... You know what I'm going to do. But you can't be too noisy. Well, I'll do it quietly. But can you... There's, explain... You st- stick a sock in it or something? Explain loosely, without giving away the denouement, what your act could possibly entail. Community singing. No. Bass playing. Yeah. I've got bedders out of madness, man. He's, he's, he's all over it. You keep saying that as though, um, you, you know, you've got the remaining Beatles to come and perform. I <laughs> 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 you know. Uh, no, it's, very, it's genuinely very exciting. My, yeah, but I'm just worried about the noise, Keith, because the venue yeah, and stuff, like, you can't, we can't have too much noise. That's the problem. And do you know what, Keith? I love you, but I think you have a cavalier attitude to volume. Yeah, and I don't want to... <laughs> we, we, me and Kath are planning to do lots of shows there. And I don't want to uh, annoy them. Do you know what? Okay, pencil me in. Because no. the thing is, I've got the DC DJ on board as well. But th- this is the thing. It's going to be another no- noisy one. It's going to be. No- it's going to be too noisy. Right here we go. I'm going to. It's going to be too noisy, Keith. Do you know what? Obviously, I don't want to. I don't want to mess up your relationship. With your name is down here. Your name is down here in my list. February performance ring. Keith Bur- uh, Burrows, rubbing ribs. But it can't, honestly, it can't be. This is the pro- this is the problem, right? It, volume has to be um, anticipated. And we 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 there was. Let's just say that after Dan's excellent performance last time, there was a conversation had. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Listen. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put the band together. Oh, Jesus, you can't do a band. We're gonna have a rehearsal. Yeah. We're gonna see if we can get the same energy up. Yeah. That I think. That, I mean, it's got so much potential, man. I mean, really. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has awesome. a venue where noise is <laughs> encouraged. Is, is is welcomed. Yeah. So listen. Let me let me let me get the band together. Have a little rehearsal, and we'll see if we can do it quietly. Sotto voce. Yeah. Otherwise... Just come and rub your ribs. I could do the muesli routine. I don't know if I want to ask what that means. The muesli's. The what? I could do the muesli's routine. What is that? It's like where I impersonate a religious Scottish man 
<laughs> you can come and do that, definitely. All right. <laughs> See you later, Keith. Cheers, mate. All the right. best. Bye, Kath. Bye. I, and I hate... I, it's just the, the brilliant venue that we do it at, which used to be called the Mucky Pup, it's now called the Bill Murray in Islington. They are brilliant and they are wonderful and it's a stunning venue and it's put together... Oh, in fact, Barry's going to come on at some point and talk about the venue and how they put it all together and it was all crowdfunded and they basically saved this this pub that was, was closed. They've turned it into a wonderful venue. Um... Uh, but it's really close to people's houses. It's really it's, it's in a residential area, and they're, and they're young people doing a new business. And um, you know, I, I've I've had conversations about being too noisy with them, and I don't want to, I don't want to put them in an awkward position, and I don't want to put me in an awkward position. I don't want to have conversations with people, not, particularly not when they're telling me off. I don't want those conversations. Mm. Those conversations can't be had by me, by little old me. So um, just can't be too noisy. Um, anyway, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. So, the straw man thing is a thing. I don't I don't believe it. I don't buy it for a second. But what it's is it? That when you're born, the government own you. Own you. Oh, right. Yeah, whatever. Well, I, I, that kind well, of makes... They kind of do, don't but they? But what do they do? They're not as if they, they just knock at your door one day and say, right, I want to ride you. We'll have your back. I want to ride that pony. They've not done that to you, have they? Uh, not that I've noticed. I would notice, wouldn't I? Yeah. You would probably... Um, no, come on and have a look at... What did you call it? Your nugget. What? What did you call it? I didn't call it anything. Call what, are you, what are you referring to? Well, you called it... Um, what did you... What did you, you Ed, Ed's not listening. Why he's is that? Why would Ed Facebook, know? He's updating his Facebook status. Um, My what? You called it your nugget or something. What did she call it? She called it something. My what? You call it, Are you talking about the... Yeah, 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 nugget. Ed? I never no, called spud. it a... Spud, you're Spud. I never, ca- I never listen, yeah, I never it. called it you're a spud. nugget or a Spud. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're can Spud. We, can we just stop even referring to it obliquely, please? Because it's frankly no one else's business. The French are perverts. Well, um, you've been there. Yeah. You've lived You've lived life en Francais. In Paris, particularly. Yeah. Yes, I did find them. Well, I did find it to be a very sexually charged, often um, unwelcome, so. Uh, place to be, and that was mid-90s. I hear things have escalated somewhat. Sacre bleu! In Paris, one in three have managed a menage. Paris may be known as the city of love, but the reality, it seems, is rather less romantic. Dirty. Oh, God. The city's inhabitants have a penchant for anonymous sexual encounters, threesomes, orgies, and swingers clubs, according to research. Mm -hmm. Done by? Researchers. (laughs) The relaxed atmosphere in the city (laughs) means it's pretty easy and safe to find a sexual partner at pretty much any time, says the study. Does this make... This doesn't tally with my experience. Serious... Sexual assaults that were attempted on you are performed in front of you. Does, this... does it make it any more? Fr- no, it doesn't make it any no. more um, cheeky. Now, no? okay. it, it was pretty much horrible. Okay, man, man, masturbating in front of you. Yeah, and while sitting next to a dad and his daughter, and okay. the dad didn't and say he, anything. And he he got it out. He actually had he it had out. it under his hat, but everyone knew what he was doing. He was doing the. Well, face. he kept it under his hat. 
Flipping, you've it got, was horrible. He kept it under his hat. You never told me that before. That is that is manners. That's old well, fashioned manners. That maybe is. that's maybe that's what made it acceptable to everyone else. Paris offers numerous yeah, keeping it classy, says Ed. Paris offers numerous possibilities to meet people while guaranteeing a certain anonymity. Well they wouldn't know me there. And great freedom of movement. <laughs> Take your hat. Says polling company. Oh! oh. IFOP. <laughs> polling company. Gay. Chances. Some 44% of those questioned in the study confessed to having slept with someone without knowing their name. Parisians also appear to be far more adventurous. 29% have taken part in threesomes. I couldn't... I couldn't be doing with a threesome. Someone's going to be bored, aren't they? Someone's pretending. Yeah. and So, if you have a man, a man and a woman, at some point there is a real danger, and I'm going to be a little bit base... There is danger of when you, you, you're moving around... Cross-pollination. Thank you. Thank you. Of, of something brushing your leg or getting stuck in your hair. <laughs> that is a distinct possibility. I don't want that. And if it's a man... I feel anxious enough when it's me and a woman, but um, me and two women? Flip it, heck! What are you supposed to do? Where, where, where are you supposed to go? I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> they can get on with it. And I'll watch a film. <laughs> Give us a shout when it's ready, and you're done, and I'll I'll come up. I, I don't I don't know about all that stuff. Oh, hang on. I think you... that, no, I'm just saying, I can't Have imagine... we stumbled on a little... No, I'm... No. Have we? No. No. Unbelievable. No. You and, you and your spud. Leave my spud out of this. <laughs> I'm just saying... I, 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 I'm just saying... Yeah. Go on. Someone's always left out. Yeah. Well, I can draw you a picture <laughs> that would show you... Uh, anyway, um, almost a quarter, 22%, have also taken part in an orgy, which is defined as sex with more than three others. Oh, that is just... I couldn't do that. You, oh, come on. You can't fancy every single one. No. You've got to a very, very <laughs> low... Uh, what do they call it? The bar. The, the bar. Sexual bar. No, I was going to say uh, standard. Uh, I can't remember what the thing is. I can't remember what the words are. An orgy. People are so unattractive naked. And you've got all that flapping about. I tend to think that people, that... Who, people who are willing to be that indiscriminate. What's going on? Oh, stop it. You just think, oh, for goodness sakes, guys, come on. Just, just, just. What are you clapping for? <laughs> I just think people who are that indiscriminate. Not for say, there's a reason for it. Probably because they ming. And also, the, the, let's be honest. And I, 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 racism is the new black. Oh, the French are so unattractive. Well, no. Well, you like hairy men. I wouldn't say that. <clears throat> I, I like a, I like a dark, <clears throat> dark Latino type. But, but I still have a standard. It's not just you know all all. I'm not going to finish that sentence because it's going to sound rude. These... It's not just anyone who rocks up. The IFOP survey, Paris, city of light, city of debauchery. How would you say that in French? Um, so it would be uh, Cité de Lumière. I don't know what debauchery is. Cité de la porn. 
<clears throat> Let me look it up and I shall find Appears out. to confirm the French's capital's reputation as the place of sexual liberty par excellence. The survey also shows its residents... I do apologise for sucking on a cough sweet. Cité de lumière, cité débauché. The survey also shows its residents have more than twice as many lovers as Londoners, while the Britons settle for an average nine partners in a lifetime. Parisians have at least 19. Mm. Yeah, because I'm suggesting they're not fussy. Yeah. I also think this sounds like nonsense. No. How many people did they ask? It's, it's a, it, it, and it's, where did they go to ask the it, question? It, it's not something to be proud of, guys, having low sexual morals. It's, it's not, there's, there's not something you should be trumpeting about. You know, don't, don't, don't blow your own trumpet. Well, they're not. Well, someone else's. And then someone else again. And then probably someone else. Trumpet's going to go rusty at that rate. <laughs> well, I think they do that as well. Well, it all sounds very undignified. (laughs) (laughs) Little stop. (laughs) Why does this always happen? have been on this show tonight. No. And then you're talking about rusty trumpets. <laughs> Kiss your mother with that mouth. <laughs> That's a great nickname though, rusty trumpets. <laughs> nickname for a porn star. What's your speciality, guess? <laughs> We're supposed to be on our best behaviour after our off. We're one. both parents. <laughs> right, stop. Stop. Think about that beagle's face. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. These anyway. cough, uh, cough uh, sweets are stronger than I expected. <laughs> oh, we've got another hour of this. Uh, so not do, of that. No, not of that. <laughs> do call in and stop it. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Late nights of the Indy on Talk Radio. <laughs> Talk Radio. Oh, dearie me. 0344-499-1000 is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, there's another hour of this. We call you back. You can phone in about absolutely anything you want. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We have a phone call. Catherine, would you like to take the call or would you like to... I'd like to listen to you take the call and make sure you don't uh, mess it up. <laughs> when have I ever, apart from when we had that um, rude... Are... rude yeah. yeah. When have I ever... Mm-hmm. Well, messed up. see. Let's see if we do it now. Michael! Happy New Year again, and also Happy New Year, Catherine. Big up to you. I love, I, I've got to say, guys, I'm glad the memo got around. I love the fact that everyone's ignoring Ed. <laughs> everyone. Yeah, Ed, never mind. Everyone. Happy New Year, Ian. Happy, happy New Year, listeners and guests. Someone was, was congratulating the guests. Yeah. Not a member of the uh, team who works on the show every night. <laughs> Unbelievable. I love it. I love it. It's the way it should be. Show Ed. business, Ed. It's show business. A bit between seven and ten, you're that annoying Australian producer. From between ten and one, nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. That's that's the way it goes in show business. You should learn learn hard and fast and young. That's what's happening there. Michael. Hi. Um I have actually been on the show before. I spoke to you a couple of It's, jo- it's Geordie Michael, isn't it? Geordie Michael. That's right, Michael yeah. from Washington and Tynan Weir. Yeah, I remember. I remember, you were looking for love. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you found it? I actually have uh, been thinking about joining a um, 
an online dating thing. I remember it. You, and you... I just wanted to find out. Yes, yes. You, you need know, to go to it's... Paris. Well, no, oh, no. I... That's not a sustainable lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I love I love the way the French women speak when they got that funny English accent. But um, I like English girls better. Yes, yeah, so do English girls. I. Um, well, did you go? Did you join a, a, a dating, uh, an online dating? Oh dating God, not, yes. Yeah. I've been thinking about it for some time. Yeah. Um, thinking away furiously because I, I work on social hours. I say I do security and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I work funny hours. And yeah. That. But it's been on my mind to join something like that, so I just wanted to find out, you know, if there's anybody out there could recommend any. Um, yeah, this is what, but that's online yeah thing. Yeah, that's that's what you asked last time, wasn't it? Sorry, just get just find one, Michael. Get on there and sign up. Do a yeah. few. Yeah, because it, it was about six weeks ago, wasn't it, that you came on? It was, yeah, it yeah. was. Just think of all the um, <clears throat> dates you could have been on. Thank you. See, I'm learning. I, was, I had a rude sentence oh, popped know. in my Think of all the dates you could have been on in the last six weeks. And also, you can say in the profile, I work, you know, I work tricky hours. That They'll be able to use a, an algorithm to put you in touch with someone who loves blokes who work tricky hours. Uh, I, 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 women. I, I mean, I do keep myself fit, you know, because I do go to the gym every day. And I've done that for the past uh, 12 years. It's boring at the gym, isn't it? I've, I've been going to the gym, and I, I, I go to the classes. But um, the actual gym, w- wandering around and using the equipment, I find very, uh, very dull. Uh, uh, I've got a tra- training part. Well, he's not a partner, but he's a training buddy. Do you know what I mean? I train with somebody. So it's always best to train with somebody because, obviously, if you don't, yeah. uh, the momentum goes quite easily. You so. couldn't go gay? Hey. You, I'm just saying, have you considered every option? Oh, um, what do you mean? Well, you know, sometimes you need to think outside no, no, no. the box. It's a fr- oh god, no! I only pay for one team. Okay. I'm not and that's the, that's the that's the Straits United. Absolutely, that's me. Uh, Michael, really you, this is, here we go. I, 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 far be it from me to give you advice. I'm not even going to give you advice. I'm going to tell you what you need to do. And then you need to report back. Right. Get, get online. Uh-huh. Find a dating agency or dating thing online. Sign up. Let's see what, and you sit back and wait for the pins. Consider us, we're spotting you now for yeah. doing some reps. Yeah, we go. So what we want you to do is... Mm-hmm. When you finish this phone call, and we're not saying that we're bored of you, far from it. No, mate, you stay as long as you want, buddy, but I will be cutting you off shortly. When you go, <clears throat> go and Google. There are loads of them. Sign up to a couple. Okay, I'll give that a try, yeah. Sign up to a couple. Yeah. Right? And then, tomorrow, tell us if anything's happened. Have you got, um, have you got one of them clever, what do they call it, clever phones? Smartphone. Well, you've got a smartphone. I haven't actually. I've just got a bog standard phone. It's not got really anything. You can't put Tinder on there. I've got a tablet, though. You've got a tablet? I've got a tablet. Sign up to Tinder, mate. Yeah. Tinder's a a very, very popular dating app. Yeah, but I think Tinder sounds horrible. Because it's all based on what you look like. Yeah. Although I know you work out, Michael. And maybe I'm misjudging things. Exactly, he's a good-looking fella. I think maybe you want something a bit, you know, more intellectual than just. Uh... It's time to stop thinking and and start doing, Michael. You need to you need to get online, get on an app, right. get on a on a website, and just put yourself out there, mate. 
Oh, well, I'll keep them in touch and let you know how it goes. Give us a call, give us a call in a week and let us know um, if you've made an... You, you might be married in a week. You don't know. Oh, that'd be Depends great. Which website <laughs> go on. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Good luck, Michael. I will. Thank you, guys. Tatty bye. bye, tatty bye. It turns out, <clears throat> speaking of webs... I don't know how it works. I thought you might get results by tomorrow, but... Uh, you Well, uh, you can... Um, he phoned up to ask exactly the same thing he asked six weeks ago. I know, and he told us about the gym as well, and we know that. But that's cool. He's, nerv- he's nervous. Yeah. He's nervous. He, and uh, it's one of those things. Listen, George Michael died at 53, right? Crack on, son. Crack on. Crack on. Although he cracked on, and he died at 53. So, you know. It was a... I don't think that was a, it's a result of. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, who knows? But just get in there, sunshine. Get online and do it. Do you know what they used to use as a plaster in Shakespeare's times and a, and um, an antiseptic? Do you know what they... I mean, hey, Kath, nice to see you. Hey, yeah. Uh, where's this going? Doing this little scene. <laughs> All right. Hey, Kath. Yeah. Nice to see you. Hey, I was just thinking, do you know what they used to use as an antiseptic wipe... And a plaster in Shakespeare's time before such things existed. I don't know, probably we or something. I'll tell you after this break. <laughs> Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Cobwebs. Oh. Don't say oh as if you knew. That's an amazing revelation. Cobwebs possess antibacterial anaesthetising properties. Right. And I suppose in them days, they were everywhere. Well... Because <laughs> it was old. Yeah, yeah, but they, but do you not... Sorry, are you not amazed by that? I think I've heard it before. Because oh, what you're forgetting, my dear, is yes, that... Yes, Catherine. I, I watch a lot of horrible histories, so I'm pretty much the new um, uh, Sharma. Simon Sharma. Who? I know a lot about history. Someone's tweeted me, mm. but I think it's an insult. I read it. Okay, right. So he's tweeted a picture of like a, a radio app, right? And it's got two stations, Talk Radio and LBC. Talk Radio, Late Nights with Ian Lee. He's back where he belongs. Ian Lee takes your calls. LBC, Nigel Farage is leading Britain's conversation. And then this guy's written, tonight's decision, tonight decision of which radio station was made much easier when I see what plank was on the other side. So instantly I think, oh, he's he's chosen me because of the plank on the other side. But his avatar is a picture of the Union Jack. And he he doesn't really know about punctuation. And he's not following me, So, but I'm going to... Ah, thanks, man. Nice to have you on board. Welcome aboard. Nice to have you on board. Everyone is welcome here. Love, not hate. There we go. Yeah. You didn't know about cobwebs. <clears throat> Who's Simon Sharma? He's a historian, isn't he? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to um, stop this this rubbish going on for another forty three minutes, I suggest you call him pretty but bloody quick. We've got people listening all over the world, um, including um, Mr. Young. I got it wrong. He's an art historian. I was thinking of the other fella. Uh, Mr. Young, who's listening on a bus in um, München. München. Auf den DDR. Sehr gut. Ich möchte ein Erdbeereis ohne Sahne, bitte. Apple is rumoured 
Now, listen to this. Things that don't need to be invented, but are being invented for absolute bells. Mm. Apple. I was thinking of Dr. David Starkey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's very controversial. Oh, he is. Didn't he once say that Queen Victoria was a black man? Oh, he said all sorts. I wouldn't put it past him. He used to teach my ex-boyfriend. Lot to answer for. Apple is rumoured to have developed a dimmer option that allows its phones to be used more discreetly in cinemas. No. No, 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 no. Turn it off. Apple, you misunderstand. I'm going to let you use it while the adverts are on. I'm going to let you use it while the adverts are on. All right? I'll let that. When the trailers are on, I'm going to let you use it. But for me, the trailers are part of the movie. The clock is ticking. The movie is started. So you better be finishing up. If that phone's on when the movie's on, anything goes. Seriously, anything goes. The new function could disable the ringer. Oh. Switch off notifications for incoming calls and messages and dim the screen. Hey, I've got a new function. Mm. It's called off. Oh. Users would still be able to check messages, social media and the internet. What for? You're watching a film, aren't you? Here's the thing. I have had... um, I've deleted the Twitter and Facebook apps from my phone. And I've had like a net nanny put on there. Basically, it's to stop you looking at porn. But it means you you can block any sites on there. So I've blocked Twitter... And Facebook, so I can't even go online on my phone. And look, it, it, admittedly, it's completely knackered my phone and everything is freezing. So I need to look in there, into that and tweaking it and maybe trying something different. But it means basically all I can do at the moment on my phone is phone calls, texts, emails, although they keep crashing. Um, and that's it. No Twitter, no Facebook. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's weird. There's a bit of cold turkey going on. It's hard work because I keep getting my phone out. When I'm 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 sort of sat there and nothing's going on, or I'm uh, I get my phone out, I go, oh, I can't do anything yeah. with my phone. Well, that's going to take some retraining. So put it back, um, but it's it's great. So I'm only on Twitter before the show and during the show. Um, I'm not obsessing about absolute asses that are on there, and the 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 noise that Twitter makes. Every passing hour is getting quieter and quieter and fainter and fainter and fainter until it's almost gone. I think I might get rid of it off my phone because I ended up telling someone to kiss it today. Hey! (laughs) It brings out the worst in you. It really does. Are you on Twitter, David? Who, me? Are you David? Yeah, I'm David. How you doing? You all right? I'm all right. Are you on Twitter? No, no, I ain't on Twitter. No, I'm not really um, savvy with... uh... Technology and that. Like, I just want to say, I'm um, I'm actually calling from the NASAS. Like, I've uh, oh. I've got a section. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I've go. got, I, yeah, I got I got sectioned um, about six weeks ago. I just finished me uh, just finished me section. Yeah. But um, you're not allowed TVs in your room, right? Beautiful. You, 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 well, you should watch a lot of TV. So I've got a radio. My mum sent me in the radio. Oh. And uh, the last week, right, I've been like discovering shows. And your show is the best antidepressant going. Right? Here we well, go. Here we go. Listen, the last three days, mate, you've had me in stitches like that. Was, what was it? What was it? The other day, like, uh, the other day, the other day, like that geezer, uh, he was uh, cracking one out in the uh, disabled toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you, you remember? Right, uh, mate. I tell you, I've been in bits like, uh, uh, tonight with uh, what the rusty trumpet. Yeah, I've no idea what that. So, what you're referring? <laughs> out. So, when when are you coming out, David? 
Well, basically, I've just finished my section, my 28-day section. I'm on, um, I'm on your voluntary at the moment. I'm just waiting for a bit of housing and that. But, yeah. um, what, yeah, can I, I ask I, what I, happened to, for you to end up in there? You don't have to answer if you don't yeah, want. No, well, no, no, yeah, I'm not. I don't mind. Um, well, about, about six weeks ago, I lost a plot and um, picked up a stand and slashed my throat open. And um, got oh, 34... Yeah, mate, got 34, mate. Yeah, got, 34 stitches in my throat, I had two operations, but, um, I'm alright now, like, I'm alright now, and, um, I mean, I've been listening to your show, like, and, well, uh, cause I didn't know, I, I didn't know what to do at night time, and the yeah. last week, last week I've just been listening to a bit of you, and it's, it's, it's just putting a smile on my face, mate. It's better, it's, it's interesting you're not allowed TVs in there, why, why is that, do you think? Well, at first I thought you could, like, turn it into some sort of offensive weapon, but then I thought they're type bastards, they just don't want to play the TV license, they <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's true, though, yeah. isn't it? Right, you know what I mean? Ray, do you but, find, um, because I don't watch much TV now, David, do you find that radio is, uh, 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 good, of your, good of your mum to send you one in, do you find it's mm. a bit more calming than TV? Yeah. The TV can get you a bit agitated. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's different, it's a different thing, isn't it? Like, it's just getting in, I'm yeah. just getting into it, like, you know, but, um, I mean, living here, well, with the last last six weeks, I mean, it is quite a... Uh, mental wealth can be quite tragic funny here at times, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just want to say, you put, you're put you putting a smile on me. Well, a nice one, David, and um, uh, look after yourself, man. Yeah, I will do. I'm doing my best, like, you know, I'm, right. I'm doing my best. I will get there, like. All right, I'm a big. I'm a big fan, and I'm gonna, when I get out of here, I'm going to carry on listening. OK, well, just, 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 just don't turn up at the studios. That's all. That's all I'll listen, I'm going to turn up at the studio with my no. rusty trumpet. No, don't, don't <laughs> you do. Hey, David, listen, you're very kind, mate. I hope things improve for you, all right? All right, all, right, all the best, mate. Take care, man. Bye-bye. He's he's on the front line, isn't he? Yeah, he's flipping yeah. He's on the front line. What a good lad. Well done. Hang in there. Now, here's here's an interesting thing. The purse, right? So I said performance ring, right? Mm-hmm. I've said we've got someone playing Conkers, yeah. right? And someone's just tweeted me, "Who's doing the Conkers at February performance ring?" Well, I thought you were Peter Burns. Oh, uh, Peter. Yeah, are you not doing it, Peter? Or was he worried that someone was copying his act? It says in my book, Peter Burns conquers. And then Peter Burns has tweeted me, who's doing the conquers at February Performance Ring? Well, but Peter, hopefully you are Peter Burns. The hell? This, this I've got a feeling that this perform, last performance ring for a while is going gonna to collapse. <laughs> around. There's going to be a right kerfuffle. It is going to be an absolute... I just, I don't know if it's going to... Uh, I don't know if it's going to work on it. Well, have you got a talent? Can we? Sorry, have you got a talent? Of course I have. I don't. I can't perform there because it will just it will demean everybody what are you else. Do? Well, I've got when I when I host the performance ring, I have to turn my talent down, not too much because with with you stood up there as well, it would just be like a a a, a void. So wow, I've got. A... See, I took off um, share uh, last one and very well. I think it went down very very well. I haven't seen any of your... Gypsies, trumps and thieves, you're hidden from the corner of the people that call us gypsies, trumps and thieves, and every night all the men will come around and lay my mama down. Oh, no, it's not that. That's even ruder than the real one. No, it's not. Also, that... what was that voice you were doing? Were you doing a voice? <laughs> I, was, I was doing you no, no, doing no, no. share. I know, mine's good. Mine is good. So, I'm looking forward to your speciality act. Sonny Dixon. Sorry? Who leaks information about Apple technology. Imagine that's your job. What's your job? I leak information about Apple technology. Well, you Sonny Dixon? Yeah, I read about you. You sound like a bit of a knob. 
Are you the leak? Yes, I am. Okay, so the leak is, <laughs> is plugged, surely. Plug him full of lead. Tweeted that a software update on January the 10th will... Inc- I've got... Oh, I was supposed to take my phone into Apple today because I've got the iPhone 6. Mm. So the battery's knackered. Mm. So it gets about 19%, then it'll just switch off constantly. And you've got to... Um, it's a design fault. It's a design fault. So you've got to book in to the Genii and you go in and they replace the battery. So I booked in today. Uh, I booked it like two weeks ago. And then I for- I just couldn't bother to turn up. Wow. Yeah, they well... They should find you like, like the no, GPs they, do. No, well, first of all, GPs don't. Well, they, and secondly... They should and all. They should come out and fix my phone. They should come out and fix it and just do it. So I said, I've got to book it. I've got to drive to Reading. I've got to go in. What you're describing... Not finished. Is... Go on. A luxury problem. Luxuriate on these. No thanks. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. I like this guy. The Basil Faulty of bookshops. <laughs> oh, I read about him. Rude and grumpy owner charges fifty pence just to browse. Right, he is in Yorkshire, right? Yeah. Okay, well that's traditional then to be grumpy and a little bit tight. The Quaint Yorkshire Dales Market town of Hawes. What's that voice you're doing? Imagine living in a village called Hawes. Are they spelling it H-A-W-E-S? Yeah. Hawes has many charming qualities, but brusque bookseller Steve Bloom is certainly not one of them. Customers turning up at his shop are charged 50p just to browse the shelves. <laughs> We should have tried to get this guy on. Well, we still can if you want. Should we try and get him on for tomorrow? Yeah, but... Oh, we've got Korean Billy tomorrow. We have got Korean Billy tomorrow. Hey, Korean Billy's coming on. <laughs> well, let's try and get Steve Hawes on as oh, well. well. Steve Bloom. The, the, the problem might be <clears throat> that he keeps his own hours. Have you read further on in the article? He opens okay. it when he wants, closes it when he wants. He is so regularly rude to visitors, the traders have dubbed them, been, been dubbed the Basil Fawlty of bookshops. One customer was told he was, quote, a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> after 30 seconds of perusing the second-hand novels at Mr. Bloom's store, Bloomingdale's. Oi! Oh, no. That could be a problem. He was then accused of spreading malicious gossip while chatting to a woman outside. A retired lieutenant... Do we say lieutenant or lieutenant? We say we lieutenant. Say no. Americans yes. say, Americans say, say lieutenant. lieutenant. We say lieutenant. A retired lieutenant colonel wrote to officials from his home in Germany to complain about the town's bad apple. <coughs> That's a lot of in, uh, of, of uh, information we didn't need, isn't it? The retired lieutenant colonel writing from. Well, no, it means that they, no, no, no. It means that we can we can trust what they had to say. They're a reliable source. So it's, it's no. It's, it's but perfect. he's living in Germany now. We don't know why. Um, well, you think he's on the run? Maybe. Another customer threw the owner's dinner over him in disgust. Well, that's assault. Yeah, poor lad. And a pepper. <laughs> And on one occasion, Mr. Bloom even called the police when a customer refused to pay the 50p fee and wouldn't leave. Well, that's trespass. The parish council has become so fed up with complaints about Mr. Bloom, 63, and the damage he is said to be causing to the town's reputation that it's pleaded with him to change his ways. But there's no sign the bookseller from hell, lazy, has any intention of dropping his entry charge or changing his approach to customer service. Well, that's like... um, 
Remember there was a Chinese restaurant? Yeah, I was going to say, in Soho. Was it Wong Keys? Was it Wong Keys? I can't remember, but I, I was always threatened. I never went. There. I never went. I didn't but like the would, sound of it. Yeah, they would tip you out your chair and like, be rude to you and shout at you all night. and then. Like... Yeah, they did. The, 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 the attractive thing was they were rude to you. Mm. I wouldn't like that. If I knew that was going to happen, yeah. I might find it funny. No. But generally, no, I don't like getting shouted at. That's why I can't it listen. It makes me very defiant. That's why I can't listen to James Wales' mm. show. Yeah. Just because it's, it's someone... one of the reasons. Yeah, well, yeah. Many yeah. reasons. Mr. Bloom yesterday admitted he was not really a people person <laughs> and was only low to medium rude. <laughs> he suggested he was the victim of an aggressive and vindictive witch hunt. Well, it sounds like he was. If people are chucking dinner over him, that's assault. And a pepper. The council have gone completely over the top on this issue and it's assumed a far greater importance than it should have done. Um. John Blackie, chairman of Hawes Parish Council, said the authority had discussed the dreadfully rude and offensive bookseller five times since 2013. It's received more than 20 complaints. Yeah, but they can't get rid of him just for rudeness. Did you see that bit? He seems to have a strategy unlike anybody else's. He charges 50p, people object, and he's very rude to them. <laughs> yeah, he feels that improves his business. <laughs> no time wasters. Um, his rudeness is insufficient to have him evicted as a tenant. Yeah, yeah. totally. One one uh, customer called Alison said she suffered disgusting rude treatment. I started to look at postcards and he told me to stop as I had not paid and that I must ask permission to look through postcards. Other people in the shop recoiled in embarrassment and promptly left. Um, Shropshire GP Colin Bates said he and a friend were also targeted. In a letter he wrote, about 30 seconds after we started looking we were told we were both a pain in the arse. <laughs> I simply said I was not going to be talked to like that and walked out. My friend followed. He then said he was chatting to a woman outside when Mr Bloom stormed out of his store to say he was spreading malicious gossip. You note that I have not used the word gentleman, added Dr Bates. His behaviour was both rude and offensive. Um, Mr Bloom, a married father, added yesterday, I say what I think. I don't butter my parsnips. That said, I don't believe I am very rude. Maybe low to medium rude if pushed. <laughs> he said the 50p fee, which is put in a charity box, helps sort the serious customers from those who just want to stand for 10 minutes reading a book to pass the time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he says it like that, it makes perfect sense. I'm sure. I'm sure WH Smiths and Waterstones oh. will be following suit too. Well, it's true, because I'm often in. If I've got ten minutes to kill and there's a Smiths nearby, I'll go and read the uh, Mojo magazine. Yeah, but that's how you get custom. Good for him. Good for um, well, I like this guy. We'll get him on tomorrow. And we'll, we'll try. We'll... He's going to tell me to uh, do no, one, isn't No, tell he? him we're on his side. Totally agree with him. 03444991000. James, come to you after this. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. James, good evening. Good morning. Actually, technically it is morning, but... Well, we've not, we've not had a sleep yet. It's not really morning until you've had a sleep. True. OK, good evening. Thank you. How are you? Um, I'm tired, man. We made it. It looks like we made it towards the end of the show again, which is always. Um, oh, you're a true professional. I mean, well, you've been doing this for a while, you know. Yeah, as I'm sure you know. Don't let people. Don't let on that I know what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah, it's more interesting that way. So, like, as you as you the seats sort of stuff. Well, 
You're in uh, Manchester. Why don't you speak Mancunian to Catherine? Yes. Yeah, all right. How you doing, Catherine? How you doing, mate? Uh, how you doing? Uh, not mate, it's not mate. Well, how you doing, Gary? All right. I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you, cop? Uh, top, so, top sorted. You know what I mean, like yeah. <laughs> well, that's, hey, that, hey, that's... Hey, have, you, have you had a good night tonight or what? Fair to Midland, you know. Shut up, man. Listen, shut no, up. You've had a brilliant night. It's been banging. <laughs> it's not been banging. It's been busting. Yeah, sorted, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You've had a top banana night. Top banana. Steady on, mate. That's a top little bit Top banana. Vulgar. I don't talk about my banana. <laughs> 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 oh, don't you just love that accent? <laughs> Sure. What wow. you got for us, James? Calling in at this uh, late hour. What haven't I got for you? Hey, you might remember we spoke about six months or so ago, and I had a sort of uh, a dream of an idea which you didn't pursue. Uh-huh. Uh, so, just partly because of your advice um, about setting up a radio consultancy. Uh, you might not remember. Uh, was a signal gone? Yes, oh. I re- I remember you. <laughs> you got a good memory. You were one of my favourite, favourite callers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so you, why didn't you um, set up a radio consultancy in the end? Uh, well, I don't know anything to go on with. It. I'd make you a living. Um, yes. And to be quite honest, uh, I did sort of take your advice. I mean, it is, it is. I'm getting into new waters that I'm a little bit new to. Let's put it that way. Okay. What? 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 Um, were you a male escort? Well, I mean, younger in my former years, yeah, uh-huh. um, and a supermodel as well. Here we go. What you used see. to be. Here before, we go. Before I lost my looks. Before I lost my looks. Well, um, uh, but no. I mean, to be quite honest, there's a lot of research to do. Plus, I'm still working my website, and I've still got to carry on the day job. So there we go. Well, good, good. I'm glad yeah. you took. I'm glad you took my advice on board. Okay. Uh, James, actually, what I was last... pushing for. James, you did call us last yes. night, didn't you? I did. Guilty as charged. I oh. thought that I thought you were new last night. I didn't oh. realise you were that James. You're, you're the legend. The legend mm. that was. The <laughs> James. Time to connect the dots. Well, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Well, so it's all good. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. We're all, we're all friends here. We're all friends here. No, no. Are, you putting, are you putting your feet up on the I'm, furniture? I'm, I'm contemplating it. Okay, go on then. Thanks for remembering me. Anyway, you James, know, uh, I get the impression Ian, that you're keen for um, talk radio to become more popular, as I think every presenter is. But why not? Why not? Why not? You can tell do what radio do stations it. have done for a long time. Yeah. Go and do some outside broadcasts at significant events um, just to spread the word. Yeah, we could do a flash mob. Yeah, but I mean, but, but, I mean, what was time with the advertising department, promotion department? Because yeah. you know you want to do certain gigs that are significant, where you've got lots of people and you can, you know, get. The You're doing radio there. consultancy again. Uh, well, for free. <laughs> yeah, but no, come on, it sounds like a good idea, isn't it? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, why? Do you want to tell him, Kath, or should I? I'll, I'll let you. Well, because. It, it wouldn't get us, it wouldn't get us any new listeners. I personally yeah. think most outside broadcasts sound rubbish. We're on between ten and one in the morning. Yeah. So, the only, there won't be much passing trains. There's not a lot going on. And also, well, just, I suppose the sort of place that you go to between ten and one in the morning would be sort of pubs and nightclubs. And you can't do a phoning well. show from a night. We did a phoning show from a pub, <laughs> and they were very hospitable. But it was a haunted yeah. pub. You can't do a phoning show from Stringfellows. Although, I'm thinking of the daytime people. 
Oh, then they can do what they want. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, is, In fact, that's does, an excellent idea. Does the radio station broadcast during the day as well? I didn't know well, this. Well, it, it, it doesn't just come on when after, you know, for James Whale and yourself. I mean, I didn't you know, know this. This is outrageous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else is the, the other guy, people stealing your thunder. No, I mean, you could put it forward, Ian, to the, the executive or the manager, no. and you might get a brown star and they might think more highly of you. Well, uh, James, thank you very much indeed. A gold star. No, a gold star. There we go. That's better. Thank you, James. I don't want any more brown stars. Um, uh, I'm glad you took that advice on board and stopped your radio consultancy. <laughs> I don't like OBs. As a, as a presenter, I don't like them. I like the comfort of the studio. They always make me very anxious being out of my environment with people being able to come and peer at you. When we, when we went to that pub, it was nice. and It was a good night and it was a good and show, I, I think. I liked it to Sophie's. was good, actually, but then she's disappeared. But the pub was good. But the, b- before when we were setting up, there were those horrible drunk people there mm that were hassling me about Ali G. And then, because I didn't laugh at one of their crap jokes, they got really angry with me. Yeah. Got really tense, didn't it? In a way that only very drunk people can. Whether they think they're being completely sensible and fair and right, when actually they are physically intimidating you because you didn't laugh at a joke. Yeah, and they've taken umbrage at something that wasn't there as well. Unbelievable. So, no, I don't... Let's not do any more pubs. And also, as a listener, I always just think it sounds a little bit rubbish when... um, that. I know when we were BBC Local Radio, they were always keen for us to do it, and I, I, I always said no. To me, as a listener, it always makes them feel further away when the whole point is that they're supposed to be there with you. Do you remember? There was a big th- thing, and I, I nixed it at the, at the BBC. They wanted us to do the show from the roadworks alongside the M1. Do you remember that? Because <laughs> the roadworks have been not there my idea. for years, and this is before you were producing... The Robux, I remember walking into a meeting where it obviously been discussed. They used to do, they used to have meetings that were, I wasn't invited to, where they would discuss things that they knew I wouldn't like, and then they'd everyone would present it as a unified front, going, "Well, we've got this." So quite often I'd be bullied into doing stuff I didn't want to do, but they were all. It was all the bosses and Gareth and all these people going right. What we, we it's going to be great. What we're going to do is we're going to do it from the roadworks at the. Why would you want to do that? It sounds also, like awful. Roadworks, quite noisy. Yeah. Nick's that. They were all gutted. Absolutely good. Stupid idea. That was well before I was involved in that whole thing. Well, we've well, got another 20 minutes. I've, I've run out of steam. Have you? Yep. Do you want to talk about trumpets again? No. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk... 0344. I'm not going to give out the number because we won't get any phone calls. My chest is going. I can feel like this is going to be... sound a bit grolly. I'm in, I'm in for the long haul here, guys, in terms of um, diseases. This is it. You're talking about the Queen. She may have died five years ago, according to our first caller. Steve. Steve. I believe the Queen died five years ago. She was replaced. And there is an internal battle going on in the royal family about who should um, take her place. Well, it, it kind of tallies in with the story from oh, the paper. Really? Mm. The Queen was found strolling around Buckingham Palace Gardens at 3am by a guardsman who almost fired at her. <gasps> the soldier, who had feared she was an intruder, told her, Bloody hell, Your Majesty, I nearly shot you. <laughs> <laughs> But the unflappable queen replied with a grin, that's quite all right, next time I'll ring through beforehand so you don't have to shoot me. But supposing he did shoot her? Oh, no. 
Then he would have got shot, wouldn't he? For um... Philip would have um, hunted him. <laughs> he would have given him a, a trophy. He would have given him a thirty-second head start. The anecdote in the Times dates from several years ago. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Not five. Several, five, seven, uh, how, five. When did it happen? Five years ago? Yeah, several, several years ago. Could be. When HM used to take late night walks in a winter coat if she couldn't sleep. <sighs> Prince Andrew was also challenged as an intruder in 2013 on the same spot. I bet he was. What does that mean? Prince just, Andrew... just, just be, just be aware that you're about to say something. Treasonous. Prince Andrew strikes me as a dirty stopout. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. Majesty's Majesty Magazine's Joe Little said, while wanting to take the story of the Queen and the Guardsmen with a pinch of salt, if Prince oh Prince Andrew's in broad daylight, if Prince Andrew's identity identity can be challenged in broad daylight, there's no reason something similar couldn't happen to his mother in the dead of night. Oh, she's poo pooing it. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. And then it's like the little epilogue. Her Majesty has been recovering from a heavy cold at Sandringham House since missing the Christmas Day church service for the first time in 30 years. She is now said to have resumed her duties. Yes. When? I read that in the pa- in the mail. It said that she'd had her first um, engagement today. I'd like a photograph of that, please. Well, there is no... Yeah. No. doesn't always have photos taken. Oh, She's come. not part of the selfie generation. Oh, come on. Her first... If, was it a public event? I can't remember. Her, her first event since rumours have been flying around that she's very, very poorly, possibly deceased. That's the rumour. Mm-hmm. And there's no it. photo of it? This gets more and more curiouser. It does. <coughs> oh dear. It really does. Here we go. It's back to business for the Queen. Go on then. Let's 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 get this. The Queen has carried out her first official duty since she fell ill with a heavy cold before Christmas, honouring one of her most trusted members of staff. Ah, so maybe not a public thing. Yeah, we go. She presented an award to her page of the chambers, Ray Wheaton, in a private ceremony at Sandringham, (laughs) where she's been recovering from the illness that left her too poorly to attend church on Christmas and New Year's Day. Suddenly, Steve's story doesn't seem so far-fetched. I mean, it still seems quite far-fetched, but it doesn't seem so far-fetched. According to yesterday's court circular, the official diary of royal engagements, the Queen invested Mr Wheaton, who is about to retire after 30 years, with the insignia of a lieutenant of the Royal Victorian Order, on RVO, on Tuesday. She, it's, it's her 90th birthday this year, so come on, Your Majesty. She's only 90. No, but it's the, cel- it's the celebrations this oh, year. Oh, right, yeah, fair enough. Um, of uh, 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 it's her 90th celebrations this year, so come on, Your Majesty, come on. Um, oh, Ed, that delete that from my screen. Now I know why people ignore you. He's just typed something very, very rude about the Queen. Distasteful. Luckily, I've got a screen grab of it, and I'll be sending that on to the authorities. They should know about this. Um, you've completely. So you, it's her 90th get, year. So come on, sucked. Your Majesty. Come on, Your Majesty. We're all behind you. We uh, we are all your humble, loyal servants. All are willing you and wishing you all the very best, and that your health improves, and that we make this year as special for you as we can. In fact, can we litter pick again? Because I didn't do enough. Yeah. I feel like I. Was... I'm being serious. I am. You've got that tone. Uh, there, you just did the blink. What? You did a Saki blink. I'm being serious. I wish her nothing 
but joy, good health, longevity, happiness, mm. um, wealth. Yeah, wealth. Yep, 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 yep. A successful year. The, the, I hope the all the wiring at Buckingham Palace is made safe. You got paid for by someone else. That's she's no, 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 no. That, that's not true. Mm. She's paying for it. Yep. Yeah, she's paying for it. Yeah, but she shouldn't have to. No, I don't like this tone. I'm being serious. Here we go. This will bring the mood down a bit. Gatford. What? Are you telling me the Queen might not be the Queen? Well, Ed thinks she's a robot. Steve thinks that well. she's been a uh, lookalike for the past five years. I think what? it's the Queen, it's Her Majesty, and I wish her, every, as I've just said, you may not have heard, I wish her every joy and success and, and health. Don't cry. Well, no, but it's, it's, it's worrying that the woman we've been sort of praising, and I think it's when she stood on that car for her 90th, it didn't look comfortable. Well, the one, do you remember, what was the one when they had to go up that boat? Oh, that terrible barge incident. Oh, oh that. The that, Royal And they were all chucking it down. They looked freezing. They looked awful. They looked <laughs> awful. He caught some sort of um, a chest infection out yeah, yeah, He did caught, caught the lurgy, because it's standing on the front of a freezing boat in the tipping it down weather. Um, just for, for numpties like you two it to looked, take the It looked like yeah. every single holiday my dad dragged us on to the Lake District out there on that Thames barge. Terrible business. I don't like this knocking... Oh, let's knock an old... She's 90 years old. Let's knock her. Let's laugh at her. Let's, um, He's knocking. Let's take, let's take all her money off her. Let, come on, guys. She's a 90-year-old woman. She's done more for this country than all of us put together could possibly hope to achieve in a hundred lifetimes she is remarkable philip's the the fun side of racism he's like um he's like he's like farage light and i like that i respect that um he looks a bit like farage i wonder uh charles they're related yeah charles beautiful great guy i love his attitude i think he's a very positive attitude camilla i'm glad he's he's a farmer he works hard yeah i'm glad he's um he's found happiness (laughs) after the tragedy of of that woman um i honestly i think that they are absolutely boston did you read the uh the letters that they released today from uh, princess town did we read about these i had a quick look yes harry was quite naughty at school yeah but i mean like that's that's not news really i mean obviously the letters fair enough but what young child is naughty news well except if a young right. child I- I- is naughty in the royal family they can be um they can be executed oh fair enough well, i didn't know that so that's yeah, fair. yeah. That's fair enough. yeah. Need to read fair enough. um a lot of people online have been supporting my roast potato theory oh yeah what was you remind me what that was again yeah what well, okay um a lot of people online think that we didn't land on the moon um and other crazy stuff mm-hmm. you know so them supporting your roast potato theory they're, they're basically they're laughing at you gatford they're, they are mocking you they are it's trolling that is the definition of trolling is getting a, a sad lonely pathetic husk of a man quite a big husk but still pathetic and pretending that you're friends with him when really you're laughing they're at laughing him. at you because i mean obviously and we were gentle about it yesterday yeah but you got your oven way too high yes mate and you cook them for way too short so, so it's not it's not looking good mate it's no. not looking good no. um this is great strop shop oh what's this um so philip green now he's um <laughs> the dodge pot who's got a who, who um owned a british home stores 
Sold it for a pound. Everybody lost their pensions, and he's got a massive yacht. Uh-huh. He's that guy. Sir Philip Green allegedly launched into a four-letter tirade, 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 against the NHS choir <gasps> after they refused to perform at his firm's Christmas party. The Arcadia mogul is said to have... My stomach? I know, mate. Sounded like a kookaburra. <laughs> have demanded they return clothes his company gave them for a music video after snubbing him over the British home store's collapse. He allegedly told manager Jonathan Shallot, uh. everyone is taking the pee out of me. Tell your effing choir to perform at the party or pay me back for the effing clothes. <gasps> it really is So not. Jonathan Shallot is duly <laughs> sh- spread it. Well, shared it. He why spr- did you swear? I didn't. I said you- he's... He shared it. Ca- uh, Ed, Ed. I uh, said he shared it. T- please tell me what she's, she said. He's listening back. Look, either that or he's just being. Does he know? Was he, was he going on with it? It was close, but it's safe, Keith. Okay. Yeah, of course it is. I'm no fool. Some 11,000 workers lost jobs, and British Home Stores was left with a £571 million pension deficit. A source close to the Lewisham and Greenwich NHS choir said this led to their decision not to perform. They added of the group who had a 2015 Christmas number one with the bridge over you. They met to discuss the offer of performing, but together decided they just couldn't do it. It was so- in solidarity with the thousands of workers affected by the collapse of British the workers. Well done. Absolutely blind him. I don't care too much money. Money can't buy you love. Um, they were then asked to hand back the clothes, which were donated to make a charity video, which was the last straw. Everyone was just disgusted. It was a kick in the teeth and smacked of sour grapes. Sir Philip, who's worth more than £4 billion, allegedly squared up to Shallot at a private memorial service last September. Gosh, this is not looking good, is it, really? He's understood bosses at Arcadia, which owns Topshop, Dorothy Perkins. It, was there actually a, was there a Dorothy Perkins? There yes. must have been. Yeah, and it's a rose. So, But it's a woman. Is it a woman? Well, I think it, the shop was named after the rose, but let me check. Is it a woman? Let me check, because I used to work for Dorothy Perkins. Okay, so there wasn't a woman. Probably. In, was in Dor- all the Perkinses in all the world, there's probably a Dorothy well, No, Perkins. you know what I'm saying. You know exactly what all I'm right, saying. Well, hold the phone. What, did Dorothy Perkins sell clothes? Yes. But the woman? Well, I... Um, Here we go. Founded in 1909 under oh. the name H.P. Newman, it changed its trading name to Dorothy Perkins in 1919. So, no, there wasn't a Dorothy no, Perkins. No, it was controlled by the Farmer family. And do you know who's... Uh, I've told you this before. It's a rose. I love this. Mm-hmm. Who set up... The guy that set up W.H. Smith's, his name was H.W. Smith's, but it wasn't particularly successful. Then his son took over, who was W.H. Smith's, and then it became a success. It's interesting. It was interesting in my head, and then the words came out, and it suddenly was really boring. <laughs> We're done. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, Don't do that. Uh. No wonder you've got a sore throat. Um, like touching your Nunu with a battery. I wouldn't know. <coughs> That's it, guys. That's your lot. Don't forget, um, you can download the podcasts. If you go to uh, iTunes... If you do download it on iTunes, do... Um, we get thousands of downloads a day, right? The majority of them are through iTunes. 
we've only had about 430 reviews. What's that all about? What, uh, what is... We're giving you free entertainment Silly every day, and you can't even be asked to click on five stars and type, this is Boston. You can't <laughs> even be bothered to do that. So what you're saying is, could you please do that for us? Please? Yeah, you ungrateful gits. No. Could you yeah. Please, no, no. Could you please do that? We'd be really appreciative. Just do it. We're so humbled for by God's your support. For God's sakes, just do it. Otherwise, did, uh, otherwise, unsubscribe. Oh no! Don't do that. You're not well. In fact, I don't even want you listening to my podcast. And uh, you've got you've got 24 hours to leave a review, five stars, and it's Boston. And if you don't unsubscribe, make me sick. This lot, absolute chances. Um, on that bombshell. We'll be back tonight at 10. Till then, ta-ta. Talk Radio. We've got entertainment and we're not afraid to use it. Talk Radio.